So tell me something, Darnell. You still the man? The main man? You know what you are? And I didn't think so at first. But you a dog. A mad dog, to be exact. And you know what they do with mad dogs? I can't hear you. Do you know what they do with mad dogs? They shoot mad dogs. This week, a thin line between love and hate. You so fine. What's up, Miss Lady? Uh, don't make me crash out here. What's happening? Give Miss Lady a glass of champagne. Hey, Nikki, do you know I ain't been able to think about anyone but you? Me, a baby. Looking beautiful tonight, girl. Darnell Wright. Brandy. She came. Man, she way out of your league, kid. No, I'm not. Because I'm going to hit that, and you know I'm going to hit that. He had a way with women. Why didn't you tell me you couldn't ride? <laughs> I'd have told you I could ride a monkey. I can get close to you. <laughs> and one rule. You know that's our code. Never tell him you love him. That had never been broken. Do you want me? Won't you? But do you need me? I need you. Do you love me? Until now. I love you. Tell me it was worth it. Because I think about cutting it off. Now You don't have to say anything We had fun while it lasted The man who's always looking for action well, Why would I leave my man alone here on the ladies night? I'm not your man Is about to get <laughs> Oh, that's cold A lot more than he can handle You said you love me Oh, no, you, you cancel that I don't know Donnie, you let me handle this heifer I think she a little Everything. off You Same. can't hit a woman, but I can't All of us are here this is funky savoy pictures presents darnell you listen to me a night full of passion can give you a lifetime of pain martin lawrence here i come world. here i come <laughs> he's walking a thin line between love and hate you can't stop the love baby Welcome back to another episode of We Watch This, Season 2, The Season of Love. We are back with, of course, the the, the main man of of, uh, <laughs> of We Watch This. We're back here with Rain Coleman. How you doing, What's Rain? Up, man? man, I'm good, man. What's up, y'all? This is Cole Jackson. And I'm back now. <laughs> Man, I'm good, bro. I'm good. This, you know, black love is a hell of a thing after watching this damn movie. But I'm good. I'm happy to be back again. And this week's guest, we have Red from, I want to say Conversation Card Artist, but I don't know if that's ever coming back. So we're just going to say we got Red. We got Calamity Red in the building this week. How you doing, Red? I'm good. I am. Uh, I'm ready to talk about some nigga shit. Oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> not nigga shit. <laughs> let me let me preference something real quick before we get started. Originally, this 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 week's episode was supposed to be plug love. We were going to do plug love for the season of love, man. We were going to get some hood out there. The premise of this podcast is most definitely one of the one of the base base uh, the base things foundation of this show is research. I couldn't find shit on plug love. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest with y'all. <laughs> it is a hood movie. Yeah, I know it's a hood movie. It's hella hood. It's super hood, and I know, I know. But um, so we had to make a quick audible, and I was like, "Yo, Rain, what we need to do?" And we both decided, "Hey, Thin Line Between Love and Hate would be a nice movie for the season of love." So we decided to do a Thin Line Between Love and Hate, which is not a bad choice. Uh, I forgot how much I enjoyed this movie. This movie came out April third, nineteen ninety six. This movie was written, <laughs> directed, and produced by Martin Lawrence. This is his only director's credit, and after watching the movie, I can kind of see why it's his only oh. director's credit. <laughs> this movie is all over the place, but I'll have something to tell you guys later on to help you understand why it was all over the place. Red, is this a love story with a deep message? Sure is. Sure is. You want to know what the deep message is? What's the message? Don't be out here fucking over people. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I knew it. Some of these bitches is crazy, okay? Uh, and you don't never know when you're going to get one of them. Oh, right. my God. That's the deep man. You don't heed nothing else with this movie. You one of these people out here fucking people over and just this bitch over here and that bitch over You better be careful because you have a plain glass window. Hey. Oh my Water God. below. Oh, after being shot, <laughs> but at the end of the movie, he got the woman stayed with him. At the end of the movie, no, not the rain, bro. We got a whole that's a yes. whole other conversation, right? Like, bro, that's a whole other movie. That's not even the same person. Don't act like you can't mush these two motherfuckers together to be one person. That was a whole other woman. No. I know the woman stayed with him. No, the, the no, woman, no, no. the woman. There we go. Clarify that. Let's clarify that. A woman stayed with. Not the leading lady, because I, I must, must. I love Regina. She is not the leading lady in this movie. Right. So no. And Regina was. We don't talk. About We're going to talk about that. Ray, movie with a, a love story with a message. Come on. Come on. What? The, what do you Shit. think? Um, you know, I loved it. Nostalgia aside, I actually do like this movie. Yes. Um. And I feel like, like I do about a lot of shit, once you get those critical thinking skills, you realize the motherfuckers they try to make the villain ain't always the villain. Ooh. I'm an adult now. So I, I have eyes. I have reasoning skills. I understand. But all in all, I do like this movie. I do think this is a... It has all the elements. It's, it's drama. There's a love story. There's a love triangle. There's a love square mm -hmm. at times. There is, you know, some... Hexagon. Kind of, he was really doing a lot. Yeah, of yeah. And I think this is very quintessentially 90s. Like, mm -hmm. it's very much very. a 90s, like, I see elements of, like, how to be a player, two can play that game, the brother, like, I see, yeah, yeah. Like, especially. very much a 90s movie. Mm -hmm. And to know, because I didn't know that he wrote and directed this, this, it, just, it feels good. It feels yeah. good. Even with the bullshit that happens, it feels good. I most definitely think it's a, mo a love story with a message, very deep message. Do not be fucking around with. You don't know everybody. You don't know who you talking to. Sometimes, uh, I am 
I I forgot how much I enjoyed this movie, but I forgot how choppy and kind of weird this movie is because there are, mm-hmm. there are some places in here I'm like why is this in here and then i was like oh yeah martin directed it <laughs> there you go he ain't directed nothing since so there you yeah. have it um but i did i forgot how much i enjoyed the story um believe it or not though let me throw something out here real to you real quick even though we and we'll get to well i'll tell you what we'll get to that later we'll get to we'll get to that in movie nerd now don't forget it i, I got a pen in it but rain kind of took my first question Who's the real villain in this movie? Is it Brandy or is it Darnell? Hell no, it's not Brandy. It's mama. <laughs> okay, it's one, mama. you, okay, before we even go any you further on this podcast, we're not going to do Della Reese like this. We're not going to, that's what we're not going to do. We can take you off today if that's the problem. Not but you are, you are not, because you're not going to do that to Della Reese on this podcast, bro. We can, so, we like, we like, so, <laughs> so you need, you can, you can write that in a diary somewhere. You're not going <laughs> to. You're not going to come on this podcast and you're not going to disrespect Della Reese. So I'm going to skip you and I'm going to go to Red. <laughs> Who's the real villain in this movie? Is it Brandy or is it Darnell? Darnell had all the information he needed to know huh. that this was not the bitch he needed to be with. And he decided <laughs> this mm-hmm. was a decision that he made. Several. And you are not going to villainize her for that. She flat out told him at some point some shit that most niggas would run away screaming. But because he was just, I'm a I gotta get this trophy, bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, no, she was not the villain. She was not the villain. Wow. Rain. Dilleries, no, I play. I play. I They mad. No, um, Darnell. Clearly, clearly, him and um, who's Bobby Rock T? Both of them, because it. You. T- I knew T was gonna get some catch. That's why I'm I am I'm here to lawyer up for T on this episode. I knew he was gonna catch hey. some strays. I'm here to lawyer up for him this week. Hey, now I don't think he. I ain't gonna say he's full villain. He'll, he'll accomplish, but I think Darnell is the villain. Darnell is the villain. There's no if ands or buts about it. Every single person he came in contact with, who he was not going to sleep with, mm. and even the motherfuckers who. No, no. <clears throat> let me let me let me say that. Everybody he came in contact with who he wasn't going to sleep with or who he had slept with and was ready to just throw them away were he treated them like shit. Mm -hmm. Like, you are a terrible person. And I believe in fucking around. Fuck all the bitches you want. But if you let these motherfuckers know this is the situation so that they can say, okay, well, I'm with that. Now, when feelings get involved and catch, you know, then that's time for another conversation. But... He was dishonest through and through for absolutely no reason. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. You ain't about to tell me that shy chick at the um, laundromat would have turned you away if you said, oh, I'm also with such and such. You know what I'm saying? Or like, don't, I, I don't know. I, just all, long story short, he is the villain. Mm. Yeah, That's it looks it. like we're three for three, man. Darnell was like the worst. This nigga yeah, was, worst. he was sitting up here, <laughs> he had all of these, not the, I agree. It's okay for you to go ahead and do what you do. Date. You're dating. You're doing what you're supposed to do. But the way he was handling things and the way he was treating his power at the club was... Oh, say what now? Promising trips to Disneyland to chip. Like, you don't right. involved with people when you are not serious. Dad. You don't do that shit. I mean, you know. He didn't um, have no daddy, so he should have known that. He did what he had to do to get some. So... I, I agree. I think I think Darnell really, really, really was a piece of shit. And 
No, he was. He was. He was a piece of shit, man. He was, especially when he was like when he had one of his one of his women came to the club and he was just like, you know, she tried to front she was fronting on me in front of everybody, in front of Mia and everything. You know what? Take off the VIP list. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, come on, bro. Like, do better. Handle your women better. You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're really out here fucking a lot of chicks. <laughs> a lot. If we look at his roster, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not against having a roster. Mm-hmm. If everybody on the roster knows what it, what it is, shoot way out of his league. Brandy, that nigga the time Brandy, Bra- okay, but come on, let's just let's be honest real quick. Like Brandy was a little out of touch. Mm-hmm. Anytime you sit, okay, anytime you get a catfish plate. And you taste it. It's like, oh, oh, this brings me. Anytime a black person says this brings me back to my roots. No, no. Stop. You are a little. I'm going to bed for Brandy. No. She was a little. She was a little. She was a little out of touch with what was going on on the west side. On on the on the other side of town. She's from Baldwin Hills. She's living in a nice mansion and stuff like that. That's right. Oh, are we safe here? Always safe, baby. Come on now, Brandon. You in my neighborhood. You in my neighborhood. Let's go quickly. Okay. okay. Not on my dress, you know? Greasy. No, that ain't nothing but a little fish. That ain't nothing but a little fish. <laughs> Peekaboo. I see you. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna try this. What? Off my giant, bro. Mm. Mm. Oh. This is back to my roots. Come on. She, she I, I feel like she was dating Martin just to get a little bit of back to to the hood. She get her back to where she came. Um, but she did. No, she didn't. She was a boy. He, you know, she didn't date him. She didn't she date him. Did, was, no, she would didn't go out of her way to you act like she was just wanting to slum it. Uh, she gave this nigga a whole limo for a day and went to fucking all bought him all kinds of. What that are you talking about? Was after he did all of that shit to pursue her. That was after he told her that he loved her and after having sex with him. So please do not act like she was just out here looking to slum it. She was. She get paid him dust when she first met him. She treated him like the scrub that he was. But did she not say yes at the end of the day? She did because he was very persistent. And she obviously, as we found out later on, has had a history of really terrible relationships. I wanted that prequel. See how how she killed that husband. All I'm saying (laughs) All I'm saying is Let's not act like Brent. I'm not. I'm not painting her as the villain. I'm not putting her in a situation where she is. She had every right to do what she did, but let's not act like she didn't say yes and 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 date this nigga. That don't even with that being the case. That doesn't to me. That changes nothing because, like Red said, you actively pursued her. So I don't think she was going out of her way. I don't think she was out of her league, and I don't think she was slumming it. Black people aren't a monolith. So just because I'm this wealthy ass. A black girl who then grew up on the quote-unquote right side of the tracks and done all this other stuff because our our paths cross does not mean that like if i if i met a motherfucker that's country dirt country as shit mm-hmm. i'm from a city 
country is not something I grew up with. So I could make concessions and make and make myself available to this person, but that doesn't mean that I'm like, ooh, slumming it because this nigga grew up with a whale in his backyard. Like it's not. I don't. I don't feel. I feel like it's apples and oranges at that point. I feel like not with their them dating, sure. But what got them there? Because she definitely was like, even if she really wanted, quote unquote, listeners. I'm doing the air quotes. If she really wanted him because she kept popping up, you still actively went after this woman. But you still have the option to say no. She has every she has every every she has everything that she wants. She has her own business. She has a plenty of money. She's very successful at what she does. Mm-hmm. She still said yes. Yeah, but I don't think this that's like I'm looking for a hood nigga who own a no. bar for me to fuck. Like I just feel like <laughs> this the nigga that was, you know what I'm saying? Like and then I'm also Look, think the effort that he put in. Hey. Not just act like he just walked up to her and said something nice and boom. She paid him just when they met. She didn't even give him her name. He had to go. He got her license plate tag. He yeah. did a whole lot of motherfucking research. Showed no up internet. the job. She kicked him. She had security <laughs> toss his ass up and then flowers away. Okay. This was something that took him a while to. And it may have been like, okay, you know what? He going to all of this trouble. He doing all of these things. He even brought, he broke a little Lalique. And little, 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 yeah, like those things mean like they matter, and then okay, he tried. Let me just let me just see, you know, because yeah, so, uh, there's no seeing. Because if you go on, look, I'll go on a date with you and yeah. block the fuck out of you afterwards if it was terrible. I go that? knowing that I'm in control, and so if I want to end this at any point, I can do that. I mean, she took a little far for me, so far. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying. No, what I'm not okay. What I'm saying is this: before she, he even said that he loved her, she showed up to the club. I don't think she showed up to the club to party. She showed up to the club. She he, pre- I am gonna say it was a, it was a bit of a pressure thing when he was like, "Yo, what are we doing?" Because I'm still trying to have yeah. sex with you. Yes, he did apply a little pressure to her on that, that situation. But at the end of the day, she was like, "Okay." This guy probably he it looks like this guy likes me. I'm gonna invite him back to my house in this lingerie. Not saying that, it, that he she owed no, him no, no, anything, I, yeah, but again, she was going along with it pretty good. And then the "I love you" is when everything changed, which he shouldn't have did. I'm not mm-hmm. saying he was okay for doing that, but what I'm saying is, she kind of said yes before the "I love you" even happened. I, I guess I'm confused as <laughs> to where we are then because i feel like we're all on the same page yeah but you're why is it problematic that she said yes that's what it's I'm not saying. problematic to me i'm just saying let's not let's not say that she didn't say yes to it to 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 that darnell a question for me. okay <laughs> okay i'm just saying i'm just trying to make sure <laughs> we yeah, all we all know right. that darnell's the the the, the villain we, yeah. we got we got that. We just look at it from different ways. Y'all got that? Luke, you hashtag WWT pod if you agree that Darnell is the villain. She look, look, y'all can't tell me she didn't look crazy from the very moment that he that he met her. She looked crazy coming out that store. See, I don't She didn't look crazy when she came out that was, store. Uh, here's the thing. Here's why this is close to my heart. I have resting bitch face. Okay. No, she had resting crazy face. She had crazy <laughs> eyes. Don't do that. Don't do me today. I'm here for it today. She looked crazy from the jump. She, I said, oh, she crazy. I didn't see crazy before. 
But if anybody was doing any class type shit, it was him with her because she was out of his league. He knew that she was out of his league. His friends was like, oh, you ain't finna pull her because she out of your league. And he pursued her purposefully for her to be a trophy. Right. That, that was the whole reason that he did that. Mm-hmm. And yes, okay, look, I feel like we she got crazy eyes because we knew she was crazy going into the movie. I mean, when I first seen the movie, she I looked crazy. Maybe she I, It was the early 2000s when I seen this movie, and I was like, oh, yeah. she crazy. I think it was more or less the walk for me. Like, I get the face thing, but it was something about the way she was, like, slinking around. <laughs> For me, that was—I was like, "Oh!" But don't don't get me wrong. Lynn Whitfield is a beautiful. She looks amazing. Oh, sure. She looks beautiful in this she movie. She still does. Yeah. Um. You know, um I love it. Yeah. I mean, that's a light skin trait. Go on somewhere with that. Anyway. Oh, do we really want to get into the? the you don't really <laughs> sing the song of your people right now. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I really feel like Brandy looked. A little crazy. Did she just had a little crazy eyes to me? I was just like, man, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I feel you on that. Can we talk about Martin and, and the chemistry he did he did not have with either one of these women? Yeah. Yeah. Rain. Yeah, I know. He sucked. Um I feel like <laughs> and I feel like it's not even really the chemistry for me. It's more or less he's playing the same person he plays in everything. And I just feel like that didn't really mesh with it it felt like i was watching stand up the entire time yeah and it's hard to like even the moments where him and brandy were like relationship in the limo like the lovey it still felt like a performance it felt Mm -hmm. like um not to say you had to be extremely soft and you know vulnerable as hell but i don't think he had the acting chops for this role i still love the movie you know down because whatever, it's part of my childhood, but I just think he was, especially with Regina, I was like, what are we, not even looks-wise, just like with their acting, I'm like, what the, f- it was no chemistry. siblings at best, mm-hmm. like, what is this? You know, so, I don't know, it, it's unfortunate, I look over a lot because this is a movie from my childhood, but yeah, he, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't good. I mean, this is early in in his act movie acting career because you know he had only really done I'm sorry who he done had chemistry with since like, Tisha I mean Tisha Campbell he had, yeah Tisha Campbell he had a lot of chemistry with Tisha Campbell Pam that's it no, <laughs> think, you have to think like he the only things that like, he had the only things he had done before this was Bad Boys with 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 Will Smith Boomerang and a couple house party movies that's it. He has such goofy energy. Even with even with Tisha Cameron on Martin, their whole relationship like a punchline waiting to happen every time. Mm-hmm. Like it was all it's on that show. Most of that show was comedy based. Mm-hmm. Like his movements, he's just so animated. And so mm-hmm. it's just very hard for me to and take him seriously in any romantic role. Like he don't cause he just goofy. <laughs> like when I think of like main, you know, men that i find attractive he's not it he ain't on the list he don't mm, he don't mm. even place like he i like him and he's not an unattractive guy he just has such good like i can't i couldn't take him seriously i thought women I love it when you made them laugh you, yeah but like, oh, it's God. a difference between making me laugh and being good look it's a difference <laughs> nigga i'm silly but i'll be fucking i'm romantic like i'm 
You know what I'm saying? I make motherfuckers laugh all day long, but like at some point you gotta turn that shit down. I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, I'm goofy, but nigga, I I could pull out the charm. You know what I'm saying? I could I could give it to you what you say. Give it to you what you say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know, bro. He him down. I love him there. I would love to be cool with him, but I could not date Martin Lawrence at any point in his career. Not currently, not, not then, not ever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And, and then, you know, it may be a bias thing because I don't I, I don't see, like, when you're paired up with Will Smith and y'all both have love interests and, like, you and your wife didn't have as much chemistry as Will Smith standing. Like, remember when they switched houses in mm-hmm. Bad Boys? Like, you like you still didn't have the chemistry that Will Smith had with your wife, right? And I, I don't know. It's it's something that I can't, and I'm hoping I'm not disrespecting the Martin Hive. If that's a thing, but like he, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's just very. I feel like he hasn't, at this point at least, grown much past like Def Comedy Jam. Mm-hmm. Like you, like you are a comic through and through. Right, and acting is like a part time job, but. You're a comic. <clears throat> yeah. No. It's like I, Dave Chappelle trying to have a love interest in a movie. Can you imagine? Yeah. Half bait. Yeah. Half bait. He did it with Rachel True and it actually worked. Oh, shit. That was a. Forgot about that movie. Mm-hmm. I lo- that's one of my favorite movies of all time. I love that movie. You're Look. Not no more. But. Ah. <laughs> I, I. Again, I, <laughs> I could tell that Martin wrote, directed. <laughs> And it produced this movie because he is front and center on everything. And I'm like, you don't have chemistry with either one of your lead actresses. You are most definitely off your rocker. Um, there are some times where it looks like he had took a couple lines before he <laughs> was acting. So that's that goofing that sometimes he just be all well, but I, I really I didn't feel anything nothing none of the chemistry not even him in the beginning of the movie when he was wiping off the mirrors like oh you look out ladies because here comes darnell here comes and i brother. and i'm shit the fuck out of here and i am so fine but yeah it really he he really played up his his um martin stick in this movie and it was just it was just turned it was just basically martin turned up to like 10 and i was like bro you could have and recasting, I actually have I have a better option. I have two better options actually for for recasting, but we'll get to that okay. when we get to that. Good, I do too. I, can I just say I miss the, the I got such a nostalgia. Remember when like a lot of movies started with the end of the movie, yes. and then mm-hmm. it's like I bet yeah. you're wondering how I got here. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I miss that. That was that you was see. good to get to see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. More movies need to go back to doing that kind of stuff because it was yeah. It was well, really looked, good. At least the midway point, so you think it's the end, but it's not. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. more movie. Uh, I think what this movie suffered from is casting because Martin casts more, one, attractive people than him and more charismatic people than him. Mm, yeah. That's my, like, honestly, because like, even Bobby Brown, regardless if you think he's attractive, his sex appeal back then and him and his acting, I feel like was just much better than Martin's. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm here for T. I'm here for T, man. No, I liked him. I liked him. I, I thought out of all the, yeah. No, no. I just thought I thought Bobby Brown did what Bobby Brown needed to do. Right. He is a he is an unsung hero. He put his cape on and saved hey. some of this stuff. And I was like, you know, except for the bar scene when they was 
saying ooh baby and taking shots. I was like, what is this? What are y'all talking about? Scene, though, with that, put your leg up. Like, I'm, this nigga's a dancer. He be dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Hey, you seen every little step I take. So, Red, do you stay after the person you are sleeping with says, I killed my husband or wife? Do you stay? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I'd be the one saying it, not hearing it. That's fair. First of all, I, it wouldn't even have to be, you know, his wife that he killed. If you've killed anybody ever, okay, I feel like I have a smart-ass mouth. And therefore, I'm not going to take the chance that you ever get back to the level of angry that you got when you killed that other motherfucker. I'm not going to take that risk. So, I'm not dating anybody that take lives out here. <laughs> Damn. I don't care if you got a good reason or not. Fuck it. Mm-mm. <laughs> Rain? <laughs> you staying after some? I'm with the shit. Yeah, <laughs> let's go on this ride. I'm with that shit. Give me details so I don't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Let me get them trigger words down. Um, I don't know, man. I can't even honestly say no because I just, you know, sometimes I ain't grew out of some shit from my childhood. I'm still got some toxic in me, so, um. I would really have to want to know the details, though. Like, is it self-defense? Like, is there a court record? Like, what can I look up? But um, in this instance, I wouldn't even got this far with her. So for mm. me, it's a no for this because we wouldn't. Uh, well, with you know, him, man. huh? With with him, what? Martin Darnell? Whoever? Who? If a per- if a person in general? No, no. What I'm saying no, is saying for me. And yeah. dating somebody like her. Oh. Yeah, like if I went through all this shit as Darnell, like I wouldn't have gotten to that point with her because my intentions would have been entirely different. So for the movie, I wouldn't have made it that far. But for me myself, so I, I don't know, if you, maybe if you stabbed him, then I killed him. If you shot him in the arm, then maybe we could see what's well. But if you killed him, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we could. I don't know. Are you cute? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm the wrong one to ask, man. Cause, <laughs> ah, I got some demons. No, um, yeah, <laughs> but no, I, I probably be like, nah, because murder—that's you'd have to really come to me with like some genuine. I'm telling you this because I respect you. I don't yeah. want it to come out later, cause yeah. But if you come to me telling me, then that's also something to factor in, because mm. it's one thing if they if you found out five years into a marriage. By the way, you know. Terry has murdered six ex-husbands. You know what I'm saying? Like, I watch too much ID channel. So. Oh, Lord. Me too. Hey. I wish you lived closer. Damn. We could binge. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I got margaritas right here. Forensic files up. You know, uh, what's that one about the women? Dangerous women. You know what I'm saying? There there we go. Okay. Let me stick to the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, gossiping. Look. There is no way possible that I'm going to stay in no bed with anybody that said they killed somebody before me. What I if don't you're care. mid-stroke? What if you're mid-stroke? Mm. That's going to get me very soft. So, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> let, me, let me get the fuck out of here because I could be next. You can tell me whatever you want to tell me, but at the end of the day, I need to get the fuck out of your pussy and I need to go home because it ain't that, it ain't that good. It ain't that good. It ain't good enough for me to die. Well, he stopped fucking her. He did stop and like pull back. Was like, whoa. <laughs> he 
It's like, how do you get out of that at that point? Like, you fucking leave. You say, hey, let me go. You do what what I what what our uncles used to do. Get a pack of cigarettes and go. Never return. Nah, you got too many ties to the neighborhood, brother. You can't do that. I'm gonna go get me a pack. I'm gonna get get a pack of Newports. I'll see you in a minute. Did you see where she lived? Right. Oh, I'm going to get a pack of Marlboros. I see. I'm gonna go get some more fried chicken. Say that. <laughs> I think the, I think it really told a tale that Martin would actually, well, Darnell would actually stay because he kept having sex with her and called from the from the house phone to his homeboy to say that he fucked. You ain't that I mean, good of a you ain't that good of a Mac, my dude. If you calling from the house phone to tell your home, and she sent him in okay. high behind the refrigerator. But in his defense, like, did they have cell? Yes, yeah, he was in a, he was in, he was on a cell phone at. The police station. I was trying. Well, that, to me, that speaks to his immaturity. Because it's like, sure. that nigga, you could have told that nigga T tomorrow. tomorrow. It did not have to be tonight, my dude. Yeah. Like, you you acting like a high school. That's some high school shit. No, like, you just real. so excited you got to tell your friends. Like, that's you're too old for that. Mm-hmm. Like, that just speaks to his immaturity, which this whole movie is about his fucking immaturity. <laughs> <laughs> and so I really hope Martin don't think Darnell was the hero. I really hope when he wrote this, he went like, "Yeah, this nigga, he he the one." I hope he, I hope he was. I mean, I don't, I don't believe it, but I, I'm I would just gonna the say only possibly think that he was the hero of other Dar- Darnell like niggas. Them niggas is like, I can't believe that bitch did that to him. Like that's that's them, but like regular people would come. I can't sense, believe that bitch did that to him. <laughs> Any I mean, nigga that said that, <laughs> that bitch got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy ass. No. I can't believe that bitch did that to him. Is the worst thing I could ever. Bro, I'm saying, ain't Darnell niggas would say that. Like I can't believe that. Like what? I think I that. I think that there are a group of guys out there that really do think that, like, even now to this day, is just like, well, you know, Martin was right, man. Like, mm-hmm. I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> the only way Martin could have been right in this situation is if he was honest. That—that's the whole problem. Mm-hmm. It ain't that he yeah. wanted to fuck a bunch of people. You have a right to do that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You have also have the responsibility of being honest with people. Yeah. So that sure. that's the problem. He lied like major lies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was just out here tossing lies out like it was nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. I just uh that was that was something serious. Um there is a story that um while Martin was on the set, uh he got hospitalized for lashing out at the cast during the shooting of this movie. You know that story, like, there's, like, he used to be a hothead, apparently. Well, here's something else that that you guys might not know, too. Later on in that year, and so the movie dropped in in April. In May, this is the same year in 1996, in May of 1996, this is when LAPD found him wandering and and disoriented with a pistol. You remember, I don't know if you guys remember that story about him. And he was hospitalized okay, for he was hospitalized for exhausted ex, being exhausted and dehydrated, which I think we okay, we come yeah we come to find out that he was kind of on that stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about him going through that type of situation while he was making this movie? Because clearly, I'm telling y'all, Martin looks way different than 
it to me it looked like he was on something. I might be the only person that thinks that way, but to me, I was like, "Yo, he do look like he kind of awesome on this movie." Rain, did did you did you see? Did that did that look that way to you while you watched this movie? Uh, I looking back, sure, but while watching it, no. And as from my earlier statement, every acting job he has, he's playing the same fucking person. So. I could look back and be like, okay, yeah, this nigga is a little off. But for the most part, it's like, then this nigga been off since uh, House Party. You know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga been going through some shit since then. Mm. So, I don't know. Is it that he looks kind of like a horse in the face? Was that some of it? Or, like, what is you know that? Or that you, like, acting against other people? I don't know, man. That nigga, he always looks like to me. Always. That nigga always on that shit. Yeah, we don't really know, and I don't think he's had any interviews where he actually told. I think I thought in one of his stand ups he told the story, but I wasn't able to dig and find if he actually told the story about happened in '96. Red, what about you? Did it look like Martin was off in this movie? Did it look like how did he come off to you watching this? Goofy. I mean, he just, it's the thing. Bruh. Like it's the same. Like when he was uh, when he started. Like if you go back to like the very first episodes of the of Martin of his show, mm-hmm. he looked like that to me then. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when his show came out, but I think the sh- I think Martin came out around about the same time. Martin came out yeah. ninety two actually. Oh, it was wow. before he. I mean, he looked like that then. So. <laughs> If he if he he been on the stuff for a while, which they do that in Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're functioning. Yeah, it it was it was something else, man. It was something else. Okay, let's get into movie nerd knowledge time. Then, line between love and hate came out this weekend, and it came out at number two in the box office. Wow, that's surprising. Right, um, it came out at number two. The top five movies of that of that week was Primal Fear. A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, The Birdcage, Sergeant Bilko, and Executive Decision. Jesus. Well, I mean, it didn't have a whole lot of... I mean, you know. <laughs> the movie had a budget of $8 million. As opening weekend, it made $9.3 million. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty good. So overall, domestically... Yeah, $96? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That wasn't, that wasn't bad. That was a pretty good. And I think it was off the star power of Martin. I think Martin was at a... Yeah, at a at a peak, um, well not at a peak, but he was at a point where he was a a big time dude. Plus, you know, like I said, this is a directorial debut, and mm-hmm. Rain says it all the time. Black people come out to see movies. They come out to see yeah. see movies. I think if you seen the trailer, like we watched the trailer, yeah, I'm fucking with it. I go, I go. You can get my money. Um, domestically, it made thirty four point seven million dollars. So it made money and it turned a profit. But the reception of the movie was very negative. Here's a review from Variety in 96. It says it's a sluggishly paced and too seldom funny Martin Lawrence writer, director, producer, star turn in A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. It proves a tedious affair, alternately drawing its inspiration from Boomerang and Fatal Attraction. Lawrence enjoyed some box office success with Bad Boy as a and has a loyal following from his Fox TV show. So initial results could nevertheless be strong in urban areas before word of mouth starts thin 
start to thin out the theaters in lines. That's the same, though. So, was this movie really a success because of Martin or because of the movie being good? Red, how do you feel? Because people, ha- it was it's way more reviews than this. <laughs> Let me just tell you. And he, hating? They hated this movie. Oh. The critics gave this movie, I think the highest it got was like Black three. critics? Well, I mean, we know, well, it's 96, so it wasn't but like maybe two niggas rating music, uh, movies okay. back in them days. It's different, okay? Because white critics and white critics are not going to critique a black movie the right way. Yeah, but Variety is a very well-respected magazine at that time. Still respected as far as like, you know, I'm just, I'm just... Let me do my let me do my host job, Rain. I know. Let me do my host job. I gotta do that. For you, is it is it Martin or is it the the movie? I would say uh, probably a little bit of both. Like you got this concept, <laughs> the movie that he's doing. When did um Def Jam's had to be a player? When was, was that before this? Mm, I think it was like maybe ninety four. Okay, and you have Boomerang that came out before. Like the this concept of somebody getting their comeuppance <laughs> wait um how do we play actually came out after this it came out in 97 okay so i, I get it. it's like it's the same concept was popular enough or people liked it enough that how to be a player came out mm-hmm. after this so i i would say a combination of both i don't think it was completely him because i don't know that if it had been a whack-ass storyline like concept i don't know that he would have saved it but so i would say a combination of both you can't save something that you wrote but mm-hmm. i mean it's his story he wrote it rain martin is it martin or is it the movie that made this a success um i think both but i am banking on it being more the movie um martin is a draw but you also have Bobby Brown in this movie, um, who is also a big figure here in the urban community. And this whole idea that it's not like it's sluggishly placed and all the other shit, that's fine and good. But what other movies like this came out in 96? What was the last released black, all black, predominantly black film before this? Mm -hmm. So I don't, just because a critic from Variety, who's no doubt white or non-black, has all these critiques that has never stopped us from enjoying films. I could talk shit about Tyler Perry all day long, but his plays are a part of my childhood experience. Mm-hmm. So even though I could talk shit about him, I could turn on that first. What was that? Was that Diary of a Mad Black Woman? I the think first it was. one. That's like the that first very, one that I remember. I could turn that motherfucker on and enjoy it because it's like, oh yeah, this is. Regardless of what you think, this is a, a interesting thing and it's something new. At that point. Nobody was doing anything like that. So I think with this movie, yes, Martin is the draw. He's probably has a big enough fan base, but why act like that's a, a a detriment? Like, nigga, everybody has a fan base. Nicole Kidman, that white motherfucker, whatever she do, I'm going to go see. Because that bitch, I like her. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I like that like, oh, is it Martin? No, for real, like she, that pale, that pale ass, eight feet tall white woman, bam, 
she could do fucking school days reboot. I'm gonna creep my ass in there when all the blacks ain't looking, but I'm gonna go see that shit. So that being said, I don't. I think it was Martin probably initially, but then a movie like this, looking at '96, what was the time frame between this movie and the next all black movie and the black movie before this and this one getting here? We was we uh, starved. Black people watch okay damn near anything. Let me so. throw something out here real quick. This is the same year that Set It Off came out. The nerdy, the first nerdy professor. The mm-hmm. Preacher's Wife, Don't Be a Menace came out. Uh, Get mm-hmm. on the Bus came out this year. Ghost of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was some pretty heavy hitters. That even further helps my case. The fact is, we were in a renaissance back then. TV, mm-hmm. clothing lines, movies, movies. Uh, actors and actresses coming up, being these big names. Even shit like Children's TV. Um, what the shit was it? Gullah Gullah Island? Or that like that Geechee shit, like you know, what I'm saying? like we had, black culture was everywhere. So to be like, oh, the cult of Martin, you know, fans, or whatever. No, nigga, we wanted to see ourselves, and we had an opportunity to see ourselves in all facets. This is very different from Set It Off. Mm-hmm. Martin is very different from Living Single. But why give us one thing we could have plenty? So I think it's initially him, but I also think that again for '96, who don't want to go to the movies? back to back to back and see all this beautiful blackness. And it will make you forgive a lot of the shit in the movie because it's one of so many different types of movies about black people. Nutty Professor, Set It Off, and Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Those are three entirely different movies. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, I, I'm just going to say this. And I, I agree. We've doing we doing a lot of green on this podcast. I don't like it this episode because we agree too much. Y'all reach is the villain. No, my bad. <laughs> I think the I think I think that the I think the bait is Martin, but for black folks, I think the movie was kept a, what kept kept us hooked. I feel like a thin line between love and hate is one of those movies that we we love. We keep in our collection. We can we watch it when we need to watch it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it tells a pretty good story. Um. Yeah, Martin is the hook, but you can't say Lynn Win, uh, Lynn Winfield, and Regina King, and Bobby Brown, and you know, so uh, Della Reese. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't say that like those actors and actresses that was in this movie didn't keep us. I love Della Reese as the mom on in this in this yeah, movie. I, I love Bobby Brown as T as his friend on this movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's as wacky as Martin was acting in this movie. Mm-hmm. Everybody else kind of seemed like regular. You know what I'm saying? Like Martin seemed like the only person that was like all wacky and crazy. But I felt like Della Reese was my mama. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I felt like, mm-hmm. you know, um Mia was put up with this shit down there. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mia was like one of my homegirls that lived down the street. You feel me? Like Every, everybody whole lot to say about <laughs> everybody everybody seemed pretty much grounded except for Martin and then when you have the star of the movie who's also the director and who wrote the movie mm-hmm. yeah it's going to be look a little vanity it's going to look like a little like it's a vanity project which but, he was already riding high with Martin but yeah I, I still enjoy the story I still enjoy the the movie. It's I forgot how good it was because I hadn't seen it in a while since we Same. you know said we we was gonna do this. Red, you had something to say? What you saying? I said something. You was like <laughs> I was I was Mia. Oh, I was <laughs> Mia. I got a whole lot to say about her character and just how disappointed. No, <laughs> go ahead, go and get it out, girl. Mia deserved better than Darnell. 
Thank you. How you stick by this nigga? I don't know. I'm sorry. Like, it's been years. He's still out here fucking around. And you, this really fucked with me. You finna get ready to go back into the military where you gonna be able to advance yourself and you stick around for this motherfucker. I am not a fan of staying around for any nigga or bitch. I don't care who it is. If you have an opportunity and that ain't already your wife or your um husband, better take your ass home. Say it. Because guess what? When that shit don't work out, now here you is left mm-hmm. back in whatever uh city this was um put in. Mm-hmm. With nothing, cause you didn't you didn't left the military running behind this no good ass nigga. Yeah, who almost got you killed? You is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with you, Red. Ain't she no should have went on back to that military, found her a nice military man, cause uh, Miguel Nunez Jr. wasn't it neither with his chicken, chicken fixing. Oh no, yeah, his hair, <laughs> his hair was juicy. In Nigeria, girl, it was just juicy. Trying to stun on somebody talking about we've got three chicken fixings. Stop saying that. Stop saying um, that. Okay. Don't name we, that restaurant that. He is he is the prime example of generational wealth before that was a thing. So let's not be like that. Look, mm-hmm. but look, you can have generational wealth and not be a jackass. I wanted to smack him. I don't even know how she was going out with him because I would not uh, <laughs> he had a Porsche. Uh who gets a fuck? <laughs> that is not why she went for him. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> Who cares? She ain't care right. about that. She just dated him. She 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 put him in the friend zone. I wouldn't even could it. Oh, like no, come on, energy. come on, Red. Don't act like you not gonna date no nigga who own three chicken fixings. You ain't gonna date a nigga that own three chicken fixings. He own three of them. About, no, no, no. I want you to think about all the years that we have been friends and what you've learned about me. You tell me what I date a nigga who own three chicken fixings. He own three of them though. Mm. No, <laughs> I mean, when I drop, we're when, gonna put the top down on the. Nigga, fuck it. First where, of all, where his sister at? Yeah. Where his sister at? Cause I talked to her. I talked to her sister. <laughs> she on. She on. She on three chicken fixings. <laughs> and I would like to. I would like for her to take the top down on the Porsche. I'm good. <laughs> I'm riding down the coast. I'm riding down the coast. Uh-huh. Loving it. I'm eat, and I'm a I'm a vegetarian. I'm gonna still put that piece of chicken in my mouth. I don't oh care. Oh my god. <laughs> that's that's what's out. gonna take you to come out of your vegetarianism. Is a prin- the chicken fixes princess. She gonna <laughs> hey, once she get to that fourth chicken fixes, we good. We flying to the UK and loving each other. So I it's okay. I was disappointed in Mia because that just was such a bad it was such a bad her her cousin i was like listen to your cousin yeah peaches please listen to peaches she's trying to Mm -hmm. help you look okay let's 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 go ahead and and put something out there right now all 90s movies have the mad best friend all black 90s movies got the mad best friend that know the truth and don't nobody listen to her because she got the mean face if her face wasn't so mean, somebody would have listened to her. Mm-mm. Just saying. She, she, was shit. she was in love with Darnell since they were children. And when you right. had that first love, that shit is a motherfucker. And mm-hmm. if I could just spray something out into the air to get rid of that shit all together, it's the worst thing. Most people's first loves are horrible. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was your first know. love okay, Ray? Was it what? What was your first love? Is he? Oh no, nah, that motherfucker. We soul tied. We got soul ties. Grand Rising King, Grand Rising <laughs> Queen. Right. No. How many chicken? How many chicken fixes did he own? 
seven. That's why we still together. No, <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. I'm set for life. No, <laughs> no, uh, but no, you're right. You know, shit, that 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 first one. Oh, we right. We usually pick a terrible. Even if you have the greatest of parents and you have really good. Uh, examples of what relationship, which I don't know what it is about that first one, but we pick a horrible motherfucker most of the time. Mm. And there, um, Darnell was that for her. So I was disappointed in her decision to stay, not just stay with him, date him, but like continue your life. Mm. And you was happy in the middle. It'd be different if she hated the military. She was, she only, yeah. The only reason she dropped out was for this mother. She was right by the hospital bed for that nigga. Uh, mm-hmm. She it. almost died. Yeah, that's when I would have left. Like, no, nah, nigga. That bitch was finna kill her too. <laughs> I ain't finna. No, for sure. Yeah. I ain't finna die for nobody. You know, I already told you I ain't no ride to die. Don't test. <laughs> you so did. <laughs> I yep. felt like Mia should have did better with the with the fight because she had she in the military. How you gonna let this woman with no training and bougie uh, outdo you in <laughs> with a gun? You in the air there. force, girl? You know something. You don't go through basic training for nothing. The Martin research basic training when he made this movie, nigga. No, maybe not. She has no skills. Maybe so, not. She had that French, that French roll, that French bun, or whatever. That's Uh-oh. all she had. That not the French bun. All right, mm-hmm. more movie nerd knowledge. Did you guys know that yes. there is a script, a finished script for a Thin Line Part Two? In a 2016 interview with Big Boy, Martin said he was. Going to try to bring Lynn Winfield back, and they were going to try to do a sequel. Now it's 2021, so it looks like it's in development hell. Would you guys go see a sequel to this movie? What? Following? It, what? Is it is just it, following her? I don't know. He didn't say anything about the script. He just said the script's done. He said, I'm going to try to get Lynn Winfield, Winfield back. And, we, and that was 2016 in a radio interview. Rain, um, you gonna watch a sequel, Rain? Yeah, I would. Just off the strength of this movie, I would. Cause I'm like, one, what other story you got to tell? And two, did you bring in any other writers, Tyler Perry? Or did you do all this on your own again? <laughs> That's what I would want. I just want to see it. Trainwreck or Oscar worthy? I would want to see it. Mm. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm all in. Uh, me personally, I'm I'm done. Just leave it at one. I don't need an I don't need a sequel. This it ended it ended exactly the way it needed to end, even though she was supposed to be in jail, but then she wasn't in jail. Because she so, was a superhero. A I, right. With her wind think? with her wind blowing through her hair. Yeah. Red, you ready to you, <laughs> you watching another you watching a sequel to Thin Line? Nah. <laughs> I want it. I want it. Give me that shit. Nope. I think it ended how it needed to end, and I'm really not curious to see the next nigga she kill. Mm. I can watch ID channel for that. Whitfield, Whitfield. It's Whitfield. <laughs> I keep calling her Winfield. It's Whitfield. Um, on the back of that, don't know if you guys knew this or not, but the the oranges, the orange, the orange mm-hmm. thing that she did is a real thing. Lynn Whitfield oh, yeah. got the story from her dad. Her dad is a dentist. She, he said one of his patients actually said that she got her husband arrested by doing the same thing with the oranges. See, so the oranges idea. bruise, but they don't hurt when you hit hit yourself with them. The way she did it, it will bruise you. It don't hurt you. Mm-hmm. And she was light enough, too, that 
She yeah, had to do it that many times. Yeah. I had to beat the hell out of myself for that to put it to um, work. Yeah. So yeah, that is a <laughs> real thing. She yeah, she all she also in the interview said that Martin gave her the green light to do be as crazy and as wild as she wanted to be in Brandy. So so it was a lot of extremes that she went to on there. Um, the crazy part about it was she did not want to do the scene with the gun because she does not believe in gun violence. Mm. So I thought that was what pretty good. Cool. do that then? Maybe the money was right. Them curls was tight though. I'm telling you in that black dress. <laughs> hey, she had just got from under the dryer when he came in. But yeah, that's that's cool. That's that's cool. I, I like that makes them and see and kind of going back to your earlier uh, comment about like people going to see this movie. This movie is part of the black pantheon of like exceptional black cinema. Mm. It has a cult following. So even though at its time, Martin and Bobby Brown were maybe the big and Della Reese were the bigger names. Lynn, Whitfield, the years, Lynn Whitfield too. She was a bigger name as well. But but over the years, like you get Regina King, like a motherfucker watch Watchmen, Watchmen, and just found out about her and want to know all the shit she been in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just I don't know. I think it's one of the movies that had the right uh, chemistry or right combination of like beautiful black actors, a movie of its time, mm-hmm. a pretty decent storyline, even if you don't you think it's sluggish, and that 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 black culture infused in it where it's me it is a timeless movie yeah so yeah for me the the 90s is gonna always be the renaissance of black movies regardless we just got a lot of different types of movies and we got a lot of good we had people trying things we had people testing stuff it just was a great time and this movie that's regurgitating everything now (laughs) there we go there you go um cole do you have anything in your movie nerd news about martin getting his ass beat while making this movie i do not do you have something from a story no but there's a lot of scenes where he has like this bloodshot eye on the left that's side the, that's the cocaine okay <laughs> see that because i i noticed that in the I did too. Scene, and i was like did i not see this as a kid nigga that's the dope <laughs> this is scary that was scary as fuck that's the dope nigga oh then yes <laughs> then to go back to your question earlier yes this nigga was allegedly Dope the fuck up this whole movie. Like you could see those scenes, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this? This ain't putting blue contacts in your eye. Like this was red. This shit was this side full of blood." I was like, "Oh, I I couldn't act." I'm like, "Nigga, this." Well, I know. Yeah, sorry. That's allegedly the cocaine. It could be the dehydration (laughs) or the whatever. Either way, you could those scenes were frightening as fuck. Cause I'm like, "Nigga, what?" Get that checked out. Shit. Brandy has money. She can help. She got insurance. You should have fucked with her. Yeah. It was It was said in a lot of the research that I did. Like He had erratic behavior. Like I said, he got hospitalized during the filming of the movie. Like while he was on set. And because he lashed out at the cast. Now, they don't really go in depth about what he lashed out about. But I wouldn't think that you would go to the hospital because you yell at some folks. Did he have like a Christian bail come apart? Was it that kind of thing? I don't know what it was, but mm. it 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 could easily be the cocaine. Who know? I mean, allegedly the cocaine. <laughs> Good lord, <laughs> 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 yeah, y'all know. 
<laughs> Let's <laughs> one more thing about the movie Nerd Lotus, which I it completely shocked me when I found this out, and it might shock you too. But if you look at the movie again, you'll be like, it kind of makes sense. Did you know that Regina King was pregnant during the filming of this movie and didn't tell anyone until the movie was finished? How many? I didn't what know that Regina King had children <laughs> today. Mm. I thought she had a boy, just one boy, right? I don't know how many kids she has, but she does have a child. Well, we don't know either because she's pregnant in all her movies. We just don't know. She's it. not. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I could see it because when they played basketball, she had that big old loose fitting. But then she had that skin tight dress on too at Chocolate City. So was she in her she first trimester? Nigga? Early, yeah. yeah, she yeah don't early. try to, nigga. Don't try to play us <laughs> like she was third trimester. I, I didn't say what trimester it is. I just knew, nigga. Then I don't give a fuck about that. Did you know? Well, it Ray was doesn't have on any pants, nigga, because you can see my chest up. <laughs> it doesn't matter. If you like, look at how she was filmed in a lot of the scenes, though, you could tell mm-hmm. like they did film her from a certain point mm-hmm. up. The dress part of it was good, but you could tell that wasn't Regina King has always been a small woman. Some mm-hmm. of them dresses was a little big on her. Yeah, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, but that's that's good. That really speaks to the because I would I'm rewatching it as we're recording this, and I would I would have to yeah I I, I didn't know that I wouldn't have known that yeah she, and she didn't tell anybody nobody knew it until they finished the movie. I'm with her. Get that check. Secure the bag, sis. <laughs> Fuck that. Shit. You might tell me I can't do no stunts. Oh, you're pregnant. I right, I'm finna jump off this balcony, nigga. <laughs> that fucking check. <laughs> uh, here's the last thing. Not really moving her knowledge, but. Can we have a conversation about Martin being a leading man? Mm-hmm. Um, so after this movie, we get, let me go the next five we get after this. And you guys tell me leading man, good leading man or not. Uh, nothing to lose in 97. Life in 1999. Blue Streak in 1999. Big Mama House in 2000. And what's the worst that can happen in 2001? How do you guys feel about Martin being a, being a leading man and these being the next five movies after he does uh, thin line. Red. Oh, one of the movies that I gave a fuck about was uh, Life. <laughs> mm. And in Life, he he could be who he is, like the goofy Life. Him, cause him and Eddie Murphy both like those characters were so over the top. Mm. And I think he does best when that's the case. Like you ain't finna get, you know, no fucking Denzel Washington performance out mm-hmm. of um, Martin Lawrence. So. Mm-hmm. I think he can be a leading man in right in the right movies, but I think he's been casting some shit he shouldn't be in, so. mm-hmm. <laughs> including his own shit. Oh, shade. Get him! <laughs> wow, Rain. How do you feel about Mark being the leading? On the man? way down. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think that is a very interesting series of movies mm-hmm. and to say leading man i don't even need you to be like attractive and charm well no you got to be charming because eddie murphy to me wasn't incredibly attractive all the time but i feel like i get leading man from him martin i don't it doesn't feel like he has the acting chops and so to like put in blue streak with life it's like i mean these are the next five movies he did though yeah, no, no. I mean, nothing against him. Again, get your money, black man. But, like, what type of... I'm not even saying you have to do one type of movie, but, like, I just don't... Clearly, he's the lead in those movies. So, mm-hmm. on paper, he is the leading man. But 
when I see him, when I think leading man, I don't think leading man like I would think if I thought of Denzel. So right. I can still see him as a leading man, but that definition or criteria changes. And it's not even a bad thing because he is comedic, and so there's a lane for that. Um, but I don't see him as a leading man. Um, he wouldn't be my first choice for a leading man. And um, I don't know. I just I, I I like him. But, yeah, we'd have to really sit down and define what our criteria was for leading man mm-hmm. to see if those five movies, you know, put him in that category. And I just I don't I don't think so. I think that I see your point. But when you look at these movies, I think all of them are in his lane. Like mm-hmm. I think you clearly have said it before. You said it. You said it a couple times this episode. Mm-hmm. Martin is good at being one thing. Now, when you go back and look at these next five movies he he did after Thin Line, it is in his lane. Yes, I mm-hmm. feel like he is a leading man for his lane and his type of comedy that he was doing. Nothing to lose. Hilarious life. Very hilarious. Blue Streak. I ain't seen it but like twice. Big Mama House was a hit. Big Mama's House was one of his biggest hits. And what's the worst that can happen? I think I've seen that movie like once. But all of those, I watched those on the strength of Martin being funny. Like, I didn't think any of these movies were going to be serious. I think Martin did what he had to do as far as being the leading man and being, well, just staying, just knowing what his lane is. Clearly, clearly thin line between love and hate. As goofy as he was acting, I'm pretty sure in the middle of that he was just like, yo, I'm fine. And all these women think I'm fine. I got to play mm-hmm. the man. And that didn't work. Now, when you go to nothing to lose, <laughs> he plays a, a dude that robs somebody and then they get caught up <laughs> in some stuff. When you get to life, he he's actually second banana to Eddie Murphy, but he's still hilarious in this movie. Mm-hmm. Same with Blue Streak. Mm-hmm. I mean, Big Mama House is a lead, is a lead role for him. And it's it's basically him doing his best Eddie Murphy impression of making of dressing up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just feel like Martin did a pretty good job at staying in his lane and know what his lane is. We never really got a a, a serious uh, Martin Lawrence role. I, I we think don't need it. <laughs> I think he's smart enough as an actor and a comedian to know I don't need to go. I don't need to go serious. I need to stay where I'm at. And do what works for me best. So, I think he did pretty good. I think it was good for him and for him staying his lane. I have to give him credit for that. Yeah. Uh, this time is this time in the podcast we get into our categories. So, Red, I'm gonna start with you. Where did you rewind? What are your favorite scenes from this movie? I can only guess. All of the scenes after he fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Brandy was fucking nuts. I love Delarice coming out of the house, telling her she was gonna bust upside her head. Mm-hmm. I love Delarice. She could be my mom. <laughs> um, I love him coming out of the police station and finding out that she had fucked his car up in front of the police station. That's another kind of angry. Mm-hmm. Because I'm taking risk, okay? Some of these officers might see this shit, but I don't give a fuck because I'm that mad. Oh. <laughs> You ain't gonna believe this shit, man. I come down to the motherfucking precinct, right? To get a restraining order like my, my mom's asked me to do against Brandy, right? Because I don't want to hurt the bitch. That's, that's just straight. I don't want to hurt the bitch, right? But I go up in there, they gives me no respect in the precinct, man. 
You know, they laughing like, oh, she trying to hurt you, huh? They don't believe it, man. Like I'm bullshitting them. Yo, my car. Shorty, my motherfucking car. Oh. She broke my shit down in front of the police station. Oh, she broke me down to my brake pads. Oh, look at my rear view shit. Oh, this, where's the justice? Officers, where's the fucking justice? Ah. It is bullshit. Soon as a, a person take the law in his own hands, he fucking wrong. And I can't fucking go nowhere with no ties. Damn! Hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean this shit. I'm going... So... <laughs> uh, all of those things, I would say, um, of her fucking with him. <laughs> I, I would say those things. Mm. Okay. Rain? Where'd you rewind it? What are your favorite scenes? Every club scene. Because those, the music, oh my God. You are raving about this music this episode. Bro, because it was good. Oh my God. So that one song that's not on streaming by the group Dark Complexion, it's Ladies (laughs) Night or what? That's right. That's the name of the damn group. Let me pull it up. That day when I looked it up, it's Dark Complexion, it's Ladies Night at Chocolate City, the B I G R extended mix. That shit. I could not find that on title. I couldn't find that on uh, Hulu. I couldn't find that on a house. I couldn't find that next to a mouse. I Ain't wanted nobody. that fucking song. Ain't nobody in twenty twenty one finna stream no shit. About Me, that I'm gonna be the only like, one. No, I'm not even saying because of the music, <laughs> but just the risk behind. Oh yeah. Oh no. We, we I mean, I, I, I think it's a little safer than streaming something from R. Kelly. I mean, we're not wrong, but it's the only. <laughs> either way, the those music scenes because I'm I'm one who loves go go music, house music, old school house music too, um, old school '90s. Um, it could be rap, it could be R&B, it could be country. Something about '90s. That shit, it's slap. But so, have you been to a go go club ring? Oh yes, I can see. Okay. Hey, asses <laughs> is shaking, titties is bouncing, navels is exposed, thigh high boots. And thongs and all that good shit. So yes, yes. Um, but no. So all of the all of the club scenes, because um, I feel like those were honestly the glue that held a lot of the pieces of the movie together. Because where it probably was sluggish or fucked up for others, I think the the backdrop of Chocolate City was such a good. Like if he was a plumber or a lawyer or something, like you know that shit wouldn't work. Like him being that club owner, that was cool. Um, I rewound. Uh, Brandy at the end when she turned around after getting jailed. I love that because to me it felt like, oh, part two is coming and it's all her. Mm-hmm. You know, Brandy's revenge. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did rewound T scenes. I love the supporting cast. I love, was it, um, what's the name? Faison, fat nigga, the boost. Faison Love. Faison, yeah. Like, I think his he, name was Benny was or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Man. I love that. And I really liked, even though it was problematic as fuck, the scene where Brandy pulled up and it was Martin who was Mr. Right. 
and they looked at the house because mm. I thought, however twisted that was, it was if this had been written in a book, like in a romance novel, you'd be like, oh, you know, he's so persistent. But like seeing this shit on screen, I was like, eh. Hello. Sorry, I'm late. How you doing, Miss Miss Webb? Mister Wright is in the car. Is he going to get out? As soon as I open the door. I like it. I like it a little small, but I like it. Do this. I don't believe it. What are you doing here? I'm waiting for you to show me the house. And to be perfectly honest, I don't have all day. I don't mean to be rude, Mr. Wright. Uh, call me Darnell. Please don't mess up a brother's name. Whatever your name is. But I have a very serious question for you because you see, this is my business. Can you afford this house? Well, to be perfectly honest, I wouldn't be here if I couldn't be here. Now, is this how you treat a potential buyer? Fine. Damned if I do, damned if I don't. Sometimes I will, sometimes I won't. And there's two other scenes I'm going to explain why they were like standouts to me. When Brandy threw that brick in his window and the mama came out, the um, red scene, and also when Brandy impersonated Mia in the hospital. And I'm mm. a grown-ass man. Now listen to this. The first book that I wrote is about some black kids at a black HBCU in the South, some rich, some poor. This movie impacted me so much. There is literally a scene, spoiler alert, in this book where one girl who's upset at this nigga goes to the hospital and she impersonates his girlfriend. But I didn't like writing it, I understood I'm taking influence from things that I've consumed, but like it wasn't until I published it and then late years later I'm like, oh shit from my childhood really did shape the way that I view and create my own shit. Mm. Like that scene and as well as the one with um Delores coming out, I whoop your ass. I have a whole nother book where this woman thinks her husband is cheating on her with this woman who's an older woman like Delores and her and the wife go back and forth. Turns out he's cheating with somebody else, but the way it's set up it, it comes directly from that scene. And so I'm like, say what you want about this movie. This is a part of a lot of people's childhood. This is a black-ass movie, regardless to how you feel about it. It's a black stack cast. Those two scenes in particular were so deep in my psyche that they came out in two different books that I wrote. Nigga, you don't write a book in an hour. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so mm-hmm. those are my scenes. Mm, pretty good. Yep. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Looks like we got a lot mm-hmm. of the same stuff going on here. Darnell meets Mia's date. Chicken fixings guy. Could you get the door for me? Something I could do for you, man? Uh, is Mia here? Uh, she's busy right now, but uh, something I can help you with? Oh, I think she's expecting me. Oh, okay, damn, you you the uh, chicken delivery boy, huh? You a well-dressed one, I'll tell you that shit. Is that you, Reggie? Yeah. 
I'm out here trying to get past your little doorman. I'll be right out. Okay. Uh, no disrespect, partner. You know, you just can't be too careful. It was this chicken delivery rapist back in the 80s just running around plucking motherfuckers. Let me stop you right there, brother. I don't deliver chicken. My family owns chicken fixings. In fact, we own 20 chicken fixings and netted $5 million in profit last year. Should be obvious. Damn. You banking like that? And you come over here with a biscuit meal, man? I mean, you tell... Hey, Reggie. There is a God. I see you two have met. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, I, uh, I thought we'd grab a bite before we drove up the coast. I took the top down on the Porsche. Well, look, I don't want to interrupt y'all driving up the coast in the Porsche, especially with your chicken fixing biscuit dinner. <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna roll on over to Chocolate City because you know I'm about to own it. <laughs> so, you know, I gotta do some paperwork over there. You know you're still on the VIP. You know, if you bring anybody with you, please, you know, put a call in or something. And, uh, you know, hopefully when we get some food in the club, your boy could deliver the chicken. I love that scene because he was like, oh, you're the delivery boy? I love it when he's just like, oh, you're the delivery boy here. And he's like, do I look like a delivery? Miguel Nunez has been a really yeah. good Scotty Pippen <laughs> in a lot of these black movies. Yo. I think he was hilarious in this movie. It's like mm -hmm. just playing the asshole, the rich asshole. It's between him and dude and Soul Glow dude from uh, Coming to America, mm. man. Both of them dudes, I love it. I I love black rich assholes. They are amazing. Darnell gets to Brandy's apartment and he they they go back and forth and he says I love you slash the time where she says I killed my husband mm. just because I was like you I, it was like I was watching a horror movie I was like you gotta go <laughs> the killer is in the, the yeah. killer's in the room <laughs> you gotta get out of it. <laughs> you dead you're gonna die. Wow. Um, so that was one of my favorite scenes. I don't know how y'all skipped this scene, but I loved it. The scene where Brandy shows up to his place and makes breakfast and burns the breakfast. Yes. And she was just yes. like, <laughs> she was like, we can fix this. Everything's fine. He was like, he said, take your, your burnt bacon and your, your biscuit bacon. bacon, your biscuit bacon. Oh. your fucking mind. What are you doing here, Brandy? Good morning. Darnell, you scared me. What do you mean I scared you? What are you doing, Brandy? Well, I, I made you some bacon, and I was making pancakes, but then I realized I didn't know whether you liked them dark, light, or fluffy. You didn't know if I like light, dark, or fluffy. Brandy, get your shit and get the fuck out now. I'm not playing. Oh, honey, you're cranky. You just need coffee. Take your biscuit batter and your fucking burnt bacon and step the fuck off, Brandy. You said you loved me. I saw how you looked at me and you let you just don't feel Brandy, good this you, morning. Come on, get honey. Your just hey, hold don't, me. Don't, hey, get your mother. What the fuck wrong with you? Now stop playing fucking games and get the fuck out.
put your hands on the wrong woman. <laughs> but he also got a little rough with her. And yeah, then you seen and Lynn Whitfield to her credit hey. as an actress snapped. Hey. You see her snap and she was mm-hmm. like, Oh, you put your hands on the wrong woman. Mm-hmm. And okay. And the yeah. fuckery commenced. But <laughs> when she that that is the exact moment when everything changed in the movie. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It, it went from funny to serious so quickly. Mm-hmm. And I love I think I love that. I love Lynn I think Lynn Whitfield is a is a gem to black cinema. She we don't give her enough props for her acting skills, but I love that scene. Just like everybody else, uh Brandy when Brandy shows up to Darnell mom house and Della Reese come out there and be like, "Well, you can't whoop ass, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stomp her brains out." She let the brick in my shit. Darnell. Oh, you think it's a fucking game? You out your mind? You gonna throw a brick through my shit? Let me kick your shit, Brandy. Let me hey. kick your shit. Hey! Huh? How you feel about that? And then you gonna disrespect me in front of my fucking house. You know what? You, you a fucking loco. You out your mind. You know, first that old bullshit at the hospital. Now you gonna bring that shit around my house? What the fuck is wrong with you? You throw a fucking brick through my Nissan shit? That's you right. Know? That's right. I threw it. Get out the car then. Get out the car. Obviously, if you big, bad, motherfucking bold, you want to go here, get out the motherfucking car. Oh, yeah? I'll knock. I guess you the picture of health, huh? Yeah, yeah, motherfucking picture of health. Yeah, I'm Mr. Perfect. Mr. Lover. Everybody wants you, huh? That's right. That's why the oh. fuck you over here, ain't it? Oh, yeah? Huh? Yeah. yeah, I'm right. And what are you, welter fucking white champion of the whole world? What you gonna do to me? Motherfucking right. Yeah, get out there. I'll, I'll show you. I'll, you try I'll it. You your just ass try it. Yeah, I'm sugar smoky motherfucking robbers. Now get your ass out the car. Mama. Oh, you can't little mama's can't. boy. Mama, look, you and you better believe Mama. that I will bust Mama. your head wide open. Mama. You don't come around here uh, harassing me. Mama. Mama. Got it, Mama. And don't nobody mess with my baby. Nobody. I've been wanting to meet you. Get out of here! Go out of here! Watch out for your son! Get on out of here! I won't have this, Darnell. I've been living here 45 years. I ain't never had no shit like this to happen to me. I won't take this. You get a restraining order, for I have to kick out the rest of her brains. Oh, leave it alone! Calm down, Mom. I yeah. said, that's my yeah. mama. That is uh-huh. my mama. Hey. <laughs> that's my hey, mama. Hello. That is that my mama. She's ready. That was an amazing <laughs> scene, and I love that scene mm-hmm. to death. I love how she said, Darnell. Yes, Darnell. And can I say, a lot of this shit feels like it was improv. I wouldn't be surprised if some of this shit was just improv. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like, oh, just get mad, Delores. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna stop your ass, bitch. Now, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Della yeah. Reese was great as the mama in this movie, and she did mm-hmm. such an amazing job. I loved it. Absolutely. And my last one is um, Brandy's speech that she gave to Darnell at the end of the movie about how he, mm. how she doing this for. I'm doing this. I ain't just doing this for me. Yeah. I'm doing this for all women. And then she gives gives him the speech about him being a dog, and you know what they do to dogs, Darnell? They shoot mm. while you know. Yep. All of that. That whole speech was really good. And just for the simple fact of knowing, actually doing the research and knowing that that um 
Lynn Whitfield's not a a a fan of gun violence and her wheeling the gun and it just mm -hmm. and then you know in other interviews like she said yo like when I did that speech I meant that you know what I'm saying yeah. a lot of us women get go through a lot of these things and mm -hmm. she was like I was she said I was really trying to say this for all women who get mistreated so um Which, go ahead no that's another thing like going back to your variety uh critique it's like you can't look at black cinema through the same lens that you do white cinema we don't have the same length of time so we don't we everything has to matter and everything has to count but like performances like that like I would not be shocked if I put that in the third book. No, but if uh, I wouldn't be shocked if like something like that pops up. Like look at that performance, and then look at any monologue from a Shonda Rhimes uh, scandal episode. Though it may not be the same in context, just like black culture and the the weight that we bring to things like this, even when we're not trying, mm -hmm. and especially when we are trying, it's like, man, you can't look at this and be like, oh, it's sloppy and blah, whatever. Like, look at her performance. Mm -hmm. Look at Regina's performance. You know what I'm saying? Look at Della Reese's performance. She wasn't even on screen, like, maybe what, maybe 20 minutes? Maybe. Mm -hmm. If that's so, but yeah, it just frustrates me, man. No, no, I get it. I think I think a lot of that I think a lot of it was really, and this is my point of view and it, my opinion, and it might not mean much, but I think some of that had to do with how big of a star Martin was. And, mm -hmm. you know, let's let's be honest here. A black man who writes his story, who directs his movie and stars in his own movie is going to make a lot of people, even if it's not good to them, going to mm -hmm. rub a lot of people the wrong way because that's not really how, at that time, not really how mm -hmm. Hollywood worked. Yeah. Um, he had enough cachet to be able to pull it off and do it. Now, mm -hmm. was it the best directed movie? Mm, not really. But did he? Can he? Did he get it off and actually do it? Yeah, yeah he did it. He and did it. He, yeah, he tried to buy NBC too. So, <laughs> I think some of the movie critics were going to be way more judgmental from that standpoint of him being a, a black actor who a black comedian at that who mm -hmm. are making these types of Hollywood moves and just being overly critical about it um i also want to throw in look at will smith nothing against him but those are two totally different types of people mm -hmm. and if will smith was to do this he is the more palatable acceptable white accepted person so again i don't know like even if you don't like martin you can't deny that this movie is a staple you got niggas my age with kids who are like y'all you gotta watch this you know what i'm saying like it's part of the oral and visual tradition of like passing down stories and shit to our new our other generations like this movie is a staple like mm -hmm. it is no matter what's up man i don't know i just give I, i'm getting more irritated the longer <laughs> we do this because like nigga even if you think the whole shit was bad like you black movies can be bad and still be good you right. know what i'm saying like black movies can have issues every single black movie doesn't have to hit uh what am i trying to say um technically you know what i'm saying like the art itself was good enough it's like a motherfucker making you know a mixtape in your closet it's not gonna sound like if you went to like rock nation studios and shit mm -hmm. but it's yours and people like it right. so that's all that fucking matters and oof, nigga let me stop okay all <laughs> right nigga, i'm getting mad bro I'm all right mad. we we ain't even made it through all the categories yet. red did you want to oh. chime in or are you good i'm good I'm okay sorry. Okay, uh, so the next category is I want that Oscar. 
Uh, this can go two ways. A particular actor or actress uh, is overacting or a particular actor or actress was acting the ass off. I will go first. I'm going to just get oh. it to put it out there. Lynn Whitfield, mm-hmm. by miles and miles, <laughs> outacted everyone in this movie. <laughs> She was amazing. And then knowing that Martin said, yo, you got the freedom to do what she want to mm-hmm. for this character. And she pulls this out. She was really good at being the rich woman um, coming out of the, the store buying stuff. She was really amazing as the woman who owns her own business. Let's say this again. In 1996, mm-hmm. a black woman saying, I own my own business. I don't need nothing from you. Very successful in that office. I loved how she pulled that off to being a woman who was in love with this this man who really ain't shit but <laughs> you know what I'm saying she's just like I'm going to I'm one scene that really um jumped out at me with her was when she was looking in the mirror before Martin was coming to the to the um mm-hmm. coming to the house and she's like I'm going to try this time like it's going to work this time and and mm-hmm. she was putting on her makeup and I was like this motherfucker crazy <laughs> but <laughs> But she looks so good doing it. <laughs> I mean, I'm but, saying. But she was, she was, <sighs> I, I, I know, how can I put it? We keep mm-hmm. calling her crazy. I know. You but, keep uh, okay, I keep calling her crazy. <laughs> but it was so, like, it was so justified. Like, I was just like, this nigga really did fuck over you really bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. everything you're doing to him, the only thing, okay, one thing that I do have a problem with and i just gotta say it i think burning down the club was a little much i'm sorry don't burn down the club man like other people work there you feel come no nigga everybody else got to eat you burn down you burn the club down like other folks got a job there all the other stuff i get burning down the club was a little far i'm sorry (laughs) Mm -hmm. no you're right (laughs) like like t gotta eat uh, <laughs> Mr. Mo, what else? Fuck about any of them people that you naming. They were his friends, and so they had to suffer too. Hey, well, I mean, that chocolate by association. You are oh. guilt by association. Nah, man, them folks got to. Oh. They got to feed. They first of all, they live in the in the rich part, in the rich black part of California. So that's expensive as fuck. You could at least let the club stay open and let them people be able to work. You fucking up other people's jobs. Well, she did fuck up their water, and that wasn't enough. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, if he had learned his lesson sooner, maybe we would have had Chaka City longer. No, but, <laughs> I just feel like I feel like Lynn Whitfield was very beautiful, but she was very classy. She did everything that she needed to do to convey how hurt she was in a lot of those mm-hmm. scenes. She just conveyed a lot, and I really appreciated her her acting ability. I don't think it's any other actress that could have pulled at that time. At that time, well, we, don't step on recasting yet. Don't we'll get to it when we get to recasting. Oh. Um, at that time, I don't think it's another act. To me, it wasn't any other actress that that could have pulled it off. Uh, so yeah, we we should have gave her an award for that. Red, who who did you did you have anybody in that category? I'm gonna just go ahead and say, Martin acted. He, he acted too much. <laughs> the other way. He went the other way. Other way. <laughs> who was overacting? He he went the other way. Um, not believable that he would be this lady's man. When we get to recasting, my pick would have done amazing in this role. Mm. (laughs) But Martin, 
No. He's again that goofy energy. I don't see him being this player as well again. I don't see him pulling brandy because the mother women. You got single mothers. You got shy women. Like the women, he let me like stop the, you for a second. Special Olympics of dating. Is let what me he let me stop you for let me stop you for a second. I don't see him pulling Mia. Oh well, that's I don't see him pulling Mia. Childhood. But that's childhood. childhood. You yeah, know, I can see he that. might have actually been a decent person. You know how folks get to be teenagers and lose mm-hmm. their goddamn minds. Nah. Uh-huh. Still, yeah. Mia seems so. That that started early. Mia seemed very sensible for certain Did things. She? Not her. Right. Well, with her taste of men, no. But like other things in her life, yes. But again, mm. I, that's what I'm talking about. Why I wish I could sprinkle something in there and get rid of first mm. love. First love be some fuck shit. It be you. It be oh, people wait. when you look back, you be like, what in the fuck was I thinking about? Oh no, what the fuck? Why? Oh, yeah. Was I so no that part was completely believable but like and I, I mean maybe not the special olympics today but like these were not top tier women um, that he was pulling wait a minute Kevin Samuels yeah, don't, don't Kevin Samuels these women. don't Kevin Samuels these women good lord are you, do, you, are, do you really think you're a seven or do you have to <laughs> yo Oh, that's why I rewound it when Kevin Samuels popped up. Talking shit about Brandy. Good lord, that was the first husband shit. She was like, "These are not high, high value women. None of them." Don't put me as Kevin Samuels. (laughs) (laughs) But my point, he just he overacted. It was too much. He did not do a good job as in this role. Like I said, his Mm -hmm. energy just does not match the what it needed. It didn't give what it was but it supposed to give. Yeah, come on. Come on. <laughs> I was just meant to say that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my pick for this one. Okay. Overacting. Yep. Rain? Um, I agree with both of y'all, but I want to throw in Daryl Mitchell, who played Earl. Um. I didn't like his depiction of someone with a stutter. I we didn't even need him. Play- it was only played for laughs and like yeah. you for, and I know I'm looking at this through the lens of 2021, but even as a kid, I was like, I know I laughed at it cause I was a child in the nineties and that's what people around me did. But like, I also knew people who had stutters and it's like, and that he didn't bring anything. At house party? Wasn't he in house party? No, 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 that wasn't him. That wasn't him having a stutter. stutter at house party. Cause one of their friends. You sure it wasn't him? Mm-mm. Because that was the one that Martin was going to whoop in House Party. Because mm. he hit the table? Are you sure that wasn't him? Mm-mm, that wasn't him. I think that was him. I've seen House Party know, 50 million times. Up. I'm telling you, that was not him with the stutter part. Now watch it be him. <laughs> it was Del Reese. No, I just, I don't know. I just felt like that, I don't know who made that decision. If Martin was like, yeah, do what you, do what you want. And he like gave the person, or maybe it was written it was in. Him. Yeah, he wrote the movie. No, she read is saying that was him. Who that was him, the guy with the stutter, and it was the same stutter. He did the same exact thing, and he knew Martin from that movie. I'm looking at it. I'm telling you, his name was Chill. I know. Daryl Mitchell, House Party. He didn't have a stutter in the movie. Yes, he mm-hmm. did. Oh, we'll, okay. We'll we'll talk about this. Let's clip right here. Let's let's go through. Let's 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 focus yeah. on thin line, please. 
so but no no i just i just think it was like what what are you adding to that now if it turns out that this man actually has a stutter in real life and this was just you know what it was then i'll take everything back but it felt like it was played for laughs he was the butt of the jokes i even get that one of the friends has to be like the runt of the litter or whatever but like for that to be the choice you made when he could have just been a not cool person you know like i, I just felt like it's yeah it i don't have that condition so I don't, I can't speak for those people with that speech impediment, but it just felt, it, it felt unnecessary. Like if you were going to do that, you should have gave it maybe to one of those girls because they were just revolving and it was like shy girl, sassy girl, girl with kids. Like it wasn't, I don't know. It just felt weird. I just don't but, think we needed the character at all. Yeah, no, I'm with you. But that's why I say he was like acting, overacting the bad way. Like. Mm-hmm. Bro, what the fuck are you doing? Somebody should smack that nigga in the back of the head. Like, <laughs> ugly ass. Next. But no, but glad he got a check. Go <laughs> I'm just happy these people get money. There you go. That's And that's what it's all about. Next category. Is this a believable love story, Red? Could you see this happening in real life with these two characters? And when I say these two characters, I mean Mia and Darnell. Absolutely. What? We already, yes, I told she you. She would have been left that <laughs> No, she would That's mm-hmm. what I'm telling you. You I, did you have a first love, my nigga? I did. Bruh. Did you? Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> How old were you when you had the first love? Who knows? My <laughs> baby if, if you were not a teenager, if you were not like a kid, that shit it sticks. It sticks. To me, it's very believable. It is very believable, especially when he became what it seems like is he became like more popular the older they got. He's probably really popular in high school, and even that I, that concept of getting the popular guy, even though you ain't when you ain't in high school no more for some people, it's like mm-hmm. okay, I got that guy. That he was the it guy. I got that guy. Um, and they had all these inside jokes. They obviously were very close friends before. Mm-hmm. She became interested in him. He wasn't interested in her. I think it's very believable. I've seen this happen. Hell, I got a kid on my caseload right now going through this exact thing. And I'm mm. trying to tell her, like, don't do it, girl. It ain't worth it. Mm. Reconsider. Mm. <laughs> Read some literature. I got right. this right here. <laughs> Rain. What's up? Is this is this a believable love story to you? Darnell and Mia or Darnell? Darnell and Mia. Darnell um, and me, yes, please. Yes, now it is, because even though you object, nigga, something about that with, with Avant say, <clears throat> my first love. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, I feel like, one, take, take into account where we are. It's 96. There's no internet like it is now, so it's not like this social media, this wide variety of people to compare somebody to. You are uh, this black girl. You've only been in this neighborhood, assumably so. This is a childhood friend. Maybe there was some crushing and feelings. When you like somebody, you excuse a lot of things about them because you love and like that person. Also, I've gone off to military air force where everything is so uh, stringent and you do this, you do that. I'm here visiting back home. Those old feelings come back. Yeah, we got the chicken fixing with juicy hair boy. Sure. <laughs> but if he's you new, he can't, he can't, he can't interrupt what you got with this nigga. Like, I, I just feel like all of the right <clears throat> situations were aligned so that this is a common ass fucking story. 
people have these first loves or these childhood crushes. And hell, bitches go off to college, come back for the homecoming for their high school shit, and fuck the motherfucker who you had back in high school or the motherfucker who you wanted to get at. And now, nigga, you a Kappa or, you know, she a AKA. You're like, oh, you know, they're looking really good now. So, no, I do see. I think it's believable. Shit happens all the time. We got. Maury, Jerry Springer, we got reality TV shows. We got the proof is right there. Like Stevie J didn't had tons of bitches. So like, <laughs> how do you not see this? I don't know what else. Is... Yes, Mm-mm. yes. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm. It's a no for me. Um, Mia is a heartless No, it's not heartless. <laughs> Mia is a very sensible woman. Mia made Mia. Mia went off. Let me. Uh, you've had your time. Okay, go ahead. Mia went off, went and made a career for herself. Did what she had to do to get out of the hood. Everything that she does, everything that she had did when she got back, seemed pretty sensible. She was, and to be honest with you, at first, and maybe it was just the, maybe it was the chemistry standpoint for me, but it seemed like they was just cool, and it felt mm-hmm. like it was so cool. We cool, like back in the day. And then Mark was just like, "Man, there's something about Mia. She showed a look. She." The f- she just got back from the military and she pulling a nigga that owned three chicken fixings. Don't tell me that this girl ain't got no... Okay, one. Hold on. Don't tell me that this girl ain't got something there that she can date somebody outside of who Martin is. She can. She, 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 she has... She has... She's very sensible, has a career and everything. You mean to tell me that you're going to sit up here and... Fu- and she's even said it in her monologue. I know you're going to do what you're going to do. You mm-hmm. always be messing around with a lot of girls. You gonna, um, you put money in your mom's purse. Like, you do what you do. Like, I already know what you're going to do. And what what was so magical about what Darnell did to say, you know what? You're right. Not even, not even the fact that she was dating a nigga who had money. It ain't even about that. But what made her say, you know what? Darnell is the one for me. He the one for me. He just... It's just something about him that just I just gotta be with. Get the so fuck out of here. Do you remember what her cousin said to her? Like this has been an ongoing thing. That cousin has been telling her that Darnell won shit because she's been interested in Darnell. That cousin was not that angry about that because it was this one instance. She was I've been telling you that he ain't shit and that he ain't gonna do nothing but hurt you. That has been an ongoing thing. I am telling you, this happens. You can be first of all, we know. We have seen, and I know you personally have seen, somebody fall in love and lose all of their goddamn marbles. Okay? It happens. Mm-hmm. People who have so much sense and that you would never think that you would see, love has a tendency, especially like, again, it's something about when you fall in love with somebody when you're young, it's hard to let that shit go. It really is. And so you can be a per- perfectly reasonable person in every other area of your life and this be the shit that blow up and just <laughs> mm. <laughs> ruins yeah. everything. I'm I'm sorry, Cole. I, I hear what you're saying, but I just feel like your case is not strong enough. Apparently not. But I'm not I'm not you you guys are not the court I'm not trying to I'm not trying to win any case here. All I'm saying I, I, is all I'm saying is the the love story between Darnell and Mia to me just ain't mm-hmm. it ain't it. It I just don't see her falling for this nigga who do you know what he does. He does horrible shit. He's been doing horrible shit since I was fucking kids. So you mean to tell me that all of a sudden you just but, just because he shows a little bit of interest in me, like you know you gonna you gonna wait for me, Mia. Mia, it's all about ooh, Mia. I love you. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. 
No. But you you also got to look at one. This is '96, and Martin made this movie. The line you just said was the what is it called? The thesis of the whole movie. When you read a book or watch a movie, within that first act, somebody says something or does something so that the main character, like, this is the lesson or this is the outcome of this movie. Mm -hmm. She waited for him. So even though intellectually you could come up with these cases for her leaving him, the way that that character was written and directed for this movie, I don't think that there's any way that she would not be with him. Now, Let's say we revise the script, let some women get their eyes on the script and change some shit around. Then sure, I'm I'm with you. Then they're just friends. But I don't, with the movie we got and with the intentions Martin had throughout the entire movie, there's no way Mia was leaving him. Okay, so let me ask you guys another question. This ain't even with no category. I'm just going to ask, does Mia look stupid at the end of the movie by sticking yeah. next to this nigga? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think so, yeah. I said, no. I, was, I, I said I was angry at her. But listen, look, let me tell you something, okay? I had somebody who had an opportunity to go overseas and go to school and it was going to be free and get an amazing opportunity that off, job offer already there. All you got to do is finish out this degree. Mm-hmm. And you know what they did? They turned that shit down. You know mm. why they turned that shit down? Because they wanted to stay over here in raggedy-ass Alabama with the raggedy-ass nigga that they had been with since high school. And I'm like, mm. if he cared about you, he would want... Like, this Made is a great know. opportunity for you. But you can't... When you are in that that mode and when you you, you just in the midst of them feelings, they call it rose-colored glasses for a reason. Mm. Like, until that shit come off, Mm-hmm. Everything that person does is like, yeah, it's bad, but <laughs> I've been there. I have too. I said I've been Darnell too. <laughs> Quite a skip, but I've yeah. never been Darnell, been... but I have <laughs> been there. I stayed with a nigga for uh, way, way too long. Who was doing like? If I told you know the story, Cole, but Rain, if I told you the story, knowing hey. how I am now, you probably wouldn't even believe it. That's how mm-hmm. stupid I was. <laughs> oh, I, I, I get it. I get it. I, get, I promise you, I get it. Woo, my 20s was something else, fam. So, yeah. Lord. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Could this be made in 2021? Could this be a show and or movie in 2021? What streaming service, how many episodes would you would you give it if you want it to be a show? I'm going to go first. I honestly would like to see it. I would like to see this as a movie. I don't think it would work as a show, to be honest with you. And maybe that's because the movie was a little scattered a bit. I would like to see this movie happen again and see how it would be like with social media involved with all of this stuff, too. I think that if they did this in 2021 as a movie, I think it would work. But we would have to kind of, one, get some women to look at the script. (laughs) And two... I just want to see what the integration of um, social media would, would make it look like. So I, I think they could do a movie, and that's it. And not a sequel. I needed to be like a reboot or something like that. Well, okay. It would be the sea filler then. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> or no, it would be yeah. Boy Bye. <laughs> oh, shit. No, for you. God damn. Ooh. That was something else. We got to do that on this on this podcast one day. Oh, Boy, bye was... Ooh. Rain, could this be made in 2021? Right. Oh, absolutely it could. It could be rebooted. It could be 
made the same. And I honestly would like to see a series. I would like to see a series. Um, and I would say with the way in which this movie was presented, because it was mm, a little disjointed, I would love to see a series. Give me 13 episodes and give me um, this story from the point of view of T. Give me this story from the point of view of Brandy and give me the story from the point of view of uh, Mia or Mia's cousin Peaches. Because I feel like it is an interesting story, but for so many moving parts and for so much that they had going on, like the club, I would like to see that fleshed out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it wasn't like in the movie they just worked there or he didn't just make himself the owner. Like, there was the owner and you coming on as a part. Like, that was a whole storyline. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you also got Peaches, who's fed up with his shit at Peaches and then all those other girls showing that the history that you got with this girl and even without her has been the same. You Mm -hmm. are a womanizer. And then T being the best friend, like I know, I think would be interesting to see, okay, yeah, Martin or Daryl Darnell, what the fuck nigga, the nigga nigga. Darnell. Like getting the, yeah, him too. He's getting all the bitches and doing all the shit. But what does T's life look like? Because they can't be exactly the same. You both ain't doing the same shit. Yeah. Like, is this a cautionary tale? Do you end up falling in love with a girl, but you're putting on this front? Like, I want to see this same movie, but from their point of view, since we all kind of meet up at the end anyways, mm-hmm. at the house, you know, that's the big finale. So I would love to see a series from those three point of views um, and just move throughout the whole series. Uh, from each point of view, seeing, giving a little bit more detail and whatnot. Hey, I want to see the, the little sister at prom. They don't need to be a whole episode, but like, you made a big deal about that so-and-so little brother. Then show me some yeah, shit. Yeah, we, we going to need what, for, for your show, we need way more than 13 episodes there. If you're trying to see the prom no, we stuff. Don't. No, I'm trying to tell you, them UK shows, I, I'm watching Sex Education right now. Eight episodes each season, and they cram a eight, lot of shit in there. Eight episodes. Nigga, I got two heads. <laughs> I know this paper, paper bag nigga trying to act like because I'm dark-skinned, I can't read. <laughs> nigga, Red, Red, could this stop done with you? Red, could this be made in twenty twenty one? Yes, I, but I would say a movie. I, the reason why I wouldn't say a series is because because the the eventual end is for would be him ending up with Mia. I don't know that people would like to see him drag on dating a bunch of bitches and like doing mm-hmm. her wrong. Right. For a whole, like I feel like people would lose interest before. Like it's not something you could do multiple seasons of. Not with, mm-hmm. not with that being the eventual goal. Because I feel like people would get irritated with him. Yeah, they, just dating bitches. <laughs> yeah, I, I, every I, episode is a different bitch. Like mm-hmm. I want to see that shy girl though. She got, she got five. Oh my yeah. god! And oh. she was just like, eh, eh, like trying to move up. <laughs> and I was like, god, yeah, you don't fuck him in the club. Wait a minute. I mean. <laughs> Take her off take her off the VIP list. That was fucked up. Uh see what? This is gonna fucking put sugar in this tank and set his car on fire. Yeah, don't burn down the club, man. I just people gotta work, man. I just it's hard times in ninety six. I mean she did worse than putting sugar in the tank. He had to get you know how expensive tires are. She took hey. she took three of them. I was just about to say, yeah. She, she yeah. took three t- he climbing that bitch. Now that was funny when he climbed that. Car, I, like, I can't go no damn way without no guy. Yeah, that was a Martin yeah. moment right there for real. No, here. for sure, for sure. Next category: Rain. Change two actors in this movie to make it better. 
You're gonna take okay. two characters, change change either the actor or the actress who would play them. How do you feel about that person? Uh, okay. Also on and so forth. So the way I have it, it's it's more okay. Well, I'm changing out Martin or Darnell. Good lord, the nigga. I'm Darnell slash Martin. Darnell, yes, Dar Dar Martin. I'm changing him out, and I'm also changing out um, T and the chicken nigga. So for <laughs> Darnell, Wait. I actually would like for Morris Chestnut to play his role. Um, I don't know if he has the comedy chops for it, but I feel like. Mm. And this one was kind of hard for me because I want. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm I fucking lie. More just not switch him out for a chicken nigga because I feel like he's smooth, he's tall, he's imposing, he's a big nigga. Okay, yes. For uh, Darnell, I'm switching him out with Tupac. I feel like Tupac is for comedy. Yes, I don't. This art ass nigga, I don't know. I don't care. I'm I'm for it because I feel like nigga he could pull it off, and it would be no worse than this shit. Hell, <laughs> um. Because I think that Tupac is, an, and I'm going purely off aesthetics, because I feel like he's an attractive enough guy, but him next to Morris Chestnut, I think that dynamic between Darnell and Chicken Finger Licking Nigga would have been a little bit more exaggerated, um, just from their two different looks. And I toyed with the idea of switching the Chicken Nigga out for Cuba Gooding Jr. Wait, you already switched the Chicken Nigga out? No, no, but I'm just saying that's, I, I play with that idea, because I'm just looking at aesthetics. Wait, um, hold on, I'm, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm confused. Wait. So, mm-hmm. chicken nigga, chi- chicken fixing guy would be mm-hmm. either Morris Chestnut or Cuba Gooding Jr. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I'm trying to make sure I'm getting all your stuff straight. Okay, yeah. And then you would change Darnell out from Martin to Tupac. Yes. Okay. I just, I'm yes. trying to stay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just. See, and, and, and the only thing that prevent me from saying like Cuba as chicken finger is because his role wasn't big enough and I would want him to be in there a little bit longer. So that's the only thing. But and this isn't a change I would want to make. But if I get just gun to my head, I would switch out um, Lynn Whitfield for Angela Bassett because I think she would be able to give that say. I, I feel like that's a, that, that name like, too big for this movie. I'm sorry. I, but. They, they, ain't, they ain't got the budget for her. <laughs> nigga, you can't stop me. Nigga, this fantasy football. But no, I, right, I think I would, right. change, I would change her out because I feel like she's the only other woman that I can think of off the top of my head who would do justice or at least close enough to what Lynn Whitfield gave in that movie. Yeah. Red? I only have one. I bet you, I bet you we both had the same person for Darnell, but let's I can't wait to hear this. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I said Leon. Mm. Because I feel like Leon That's a comedy movie? But okay. it's only comedy the it's only comedy because Martin's goofy. Like, mm-hmm. that role, I don't feel like, has to be comedic. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like some other roles that Martin have been in that is comedic. I feel like I feel like Leon could give you the little chuckles here and there that maybe you would need. But, like, as far as him being this suave, I can believe that he's a ladies' man much quicker. Mm-hmm. I can believe that he would be able to, like, talk his way through all of these women and keeping everybody happy. Like mm-hmm. I could just, eh, I could see him being the nigga having this, <laughs> this lifelong friend that he just like got dangling mm-hmm. over here. Yeah. Like I could see all of that with Leon with his smooth ass. Yeah. 
Okay. Right, right and I can see him like I can see him and Lynn Whitfield together. Like I could see him pursuing her and mm-hmm. it would make sense in my mind. So I mm. said Leon for um, um for Darnell. Wow. You I guys, know, random. You guys missed the most obvious. I got two actors. Oh. First of all, I'm replacing Darnell. Let's, let's yeah. get Martin out of here. He did what he was supposed to do. There's two <laughs> obvious choices for this role, and both of you guys missed the mark. Number one, Bill Bellamy would be Darnell. He, he did it. He did it. He did it a year later in How to yeah. Be a Player, but this could have been it right here. Bill Bellamy could. <laughs> Bill Bellamy. Well, he could have did it a, a year yeah. earlier. <laughs> Bill Bellamy is. Perfect. That's is, why I didn't choose him because he mm-hmm. already was in the same movie. This, it, I didn't yeah, know it was exact a year movie. later, but it's this exact movie. Bill Bellamy, Bill Bellamy could have did this role and did it justice, and we could have still got the comedy that we needed, but it wouldn't have been so loud and abrupt, and we could have got the smoothest. Like he's way more believable as a ladies' man. The whole scene where he gets in the mirror and he did that. Bill Bellamy that did that scene before. I just feel like Bill Bellamy would be perfect for this movie. And then I said, you know what? You know who else would Uh-oh. be good from and from and and that was a pretty having a pretty good time in '96 and could have been really good at this role. Jamie Foxx. I think Jamie Foxx in '96 was still he was on the rise. He he was doing pretty pretty decent movies around about this time. I think if you put Jamie Foxx in this role, um, he's still comedic. I think he's transitioning into being a little bit more smoother. You know, mm-hmm. he was coming off of, you know, in Living Color and stuff like that. I think around about this time he was making Booty Call. But I think that Jamie Foxx would have did a pretty good job as Darnell. Mm-hmm. And I think we still would have got the same laughs. I think that scene, if we get either one of them in that scene with Della Reese as they mama, <laughs> it works on both yeah. actors. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I can I most agree. definitely see. I can most definitely see Mia falling for either Jamie Foxx or Bill Bellamy at that time. I can also see them being cool with. But I can. They can hang with Bobby Brown. I think both of them would be able to hang out with Bobby Brown. I, I can see mm-hmm. them both managing clubs. I can see them doing the same thing that I can even see them making the jokes about chicken fixing guy. Mm-hmm. It just works for me. Bill Bellamy or Jamie Foxx as Darnell would have made this movie a whole lot better. And both of them were still mm-hmm. early in their acting careers where, you know, if it would have been a miss, hey, sorry, I still got more to do later on. Mm-hmm. I thought about Jamie Foxx. I was really, really close to saying him. But the only thing that made me not is that Jamie Foxx now, who he is as an actor and like the roles, I mean, he right is my god he did so good Mm. but him in 96 i don't know i feel like i might have still got that goofy energy Mm. (laughs) that Mm. i wasn't wanting from martin that's the only thing that made me hesitant because he it was either gonna be between him and leon Mm. Mm -hmm. but his his back then because you're right he was coming off in living color and he he was nothing but goofy on there and Mm. so like he still he just carried that goofy and he don't have it now he's proven himself time and time again Mm -hmm. that he can be a very dramatic lead or whatever you need you can get anything out of him but Mm -hmm. 96 jamie fox i don't know Mm -hmm. know. next category red do they stay together 
after the movie, this is a category where we try to guess if Mia and Darnell stay together after they after the movie goes off. No. Mm. Damn. <laughs> Damn. They don't stay together? Who fuck no. up? And she she regret not going to the going back to the motherfucking Air Force. She working at oh. chicken fixes now? Well, chicken <laughs> fixes ain't gonna let her work there. Mm. Oh. Right. <laughs> Man from you missed out, bitch. She not black. She not. She not black ball from chicken fingers. She black ball from chicken fixes, Lord. Because he fa- imagine it being him and finding out that this nigga who was talking shit to you end up getting the girl that you wanted. He ain't finna let her work nowhere near his family business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I just say? Let me just. I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> The scene where they in the club and she he was like, it's not anybody else, is it? And she was like, no, we just tried to be friends. He was like, my heart would be broke. It was just hilarious how he was saying my my heart couldn't take it. <laughs> this nigga is whack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not that juice in his hair. I can't. Oh, my God. His hair looked dry to me. I had to watch the movie again. In the center? It looked... <laughs> uh, he, he, he had spritzed it. He had spritzed mm-hmm. it before he went to her house, for sure. Oh, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I Because a lot of times, relationships that are built on that fantasy of, this is my first, you know, I you built on who this person was at the time, mm-hmm. don't work out. And mm-hmm. they have changed. And I just don't think that it was something that would go for the long term. I mm. think he would actually put in more effort with her than he would with anybody else. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I just don't see it. Their ambitions and like what they want out of life just seems so different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like, to be honest, at some <laughs> point that she she might start resenting that nigga for her decision. It's her decision and it would be right, but I feel like there might be some resentment about her not going back to the military because mm-hmm. it's like, now what you gonna be doing while he running Chocolate City? What mm-hmm. jobs you gonna get? After Chicken fixes is hiring. Huh? Chicken fixes is hiring. Bottle girl. Exactly. Like, <laughs> no. if that's not no shit she's gonna want to do. So like, I I don't see them lasting. To be honest. Don't tell me this is set in the way next hell universe. <laughs> she better. Mm-hmm. In the Martin universe. She better. She bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, those relationships like that, they just don't because it's of what they're built on. They're built on a fantasy. Mm. Um, a fantasy. Eventually, you wake up from that fucking dream and it's a day. Hey, I told you. Mm. Rain. I'm waiting to wake up. Yeah, what's up? Do they stay together after the movie's over? Mm-mm, nope. Not for long. Because I think really the end of the movie is why I'm going to stay with you while you're getting yourself together. But nigga, you had me. You had me in a bitch house. Me and your best friend at fucking gunpoint. And what what decisions in your life brought me here? So if I'm me, I'm 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 a I'm a nurse you back to health with your mom and them, and then I'm on the next thing smoking back to the air force. Cause what the fuck is this? What the fuck are we even doing? Chicken fixing nigga? Like sure. Kick it with you. You got three chains. You know, look a look good because you got the juicy hair in the box, the eight piece. But like, <laughs> that's safer than you fucking a bitch that's trying to kill us. <laughs> like, no, I think even if you never run into a motherfucker that's that intense again, it just doesn't make sense for someone to stay with a motherfucker where this has been their history. This has been his 
dating and lifestyle for so long that now you're wrapped up in it to where you're getting physical bodily harm? No. It's, no, it's one thing for a bitch to play on her phone, but like this motherfucker tried to kill her. No. And who's to say none of the other bitches ain't finna be mad? Because they, they just, those stories just got cut off where he was like, I'm walking out. That. But like, some of them women could have also been upset and he the had mom. other bitches coming after him. The mom should have really fucked him up. Oh, the one he like, promised the Disneyland trip. Yeah, like, I, that's what, and even that. You mean, like, the, you mean the lead star in Boy Bye? Raquel, Wendy Raquel Robinson? Get your ass. Leave her alone. She's fine. <laughs> Okay. She got some big Let's feet too. God damn, her feet were huge. Well, his <laughs> like, shot, so they even. I said she must have hooped somewhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, but yeah, I, I just I don't think they. It doesn't make especially when you got a cousin like Peaches in your ear all the time, and he's proven. <laughs> Nobody listening to Peaches. She got a mean face. Problem. Faces mean. No, no, no. I don't. I don't think they stay together. No. Sir. Oh my God. Well, time for me to get the flack. Of course they stayed together. You not about to. You 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 not gonna get shot at. You're not gonna almost cheat death, and you're not gonna fall out of a fucking window into a pool for a nigga that you gonna leave in a month or so. If Mia was making all of these bad decisions now, then of course she's gonna make the bad decision to stay with Darnell. She you might be right. clearly she loves a from from what you two have just said on this podcast, this hey, episode, nigga, you. you was like, Well, you know, love make you do crazy things. So guess what? No, ever, she, nigga. But it does, look, but that's what I said about the fantasy wearing out. Like it's from afar, it's like, oh man, I really wish I could be with him. She got with him. And look what that looks like. And the reality set in. The reality sets in. Because it's one thing to have a fantasy of wanting to be with this person. It's another to get with them. Look, hell, they weren't even together a good two days before this nigga's life was <laughs> But she was, but she was, but what happened? She was like, we got to go find him. We got to go find him, T. Where's the house at? Let's go save him, T. Well, they're so, too. I mean, and, I wouldn't have did it. And, and it. on top of that, on top of that, of course she stays with him because now what? The club burned down. He ain't got no job. So now he needs the support of a strong black woman to keep They're him going. Reason. And well, guess what? Them army check, them army, reason. them army checks are still them Air Force checks are still coming in. She's still getting paid. She's still nursing him back. His dad Y'all can't have it both ways. Y'all can't y'all can't sit up here and tell me that she's in love with him and doing crazy things and but then please. say after the movie going off, she gonna let it go. No, not, if I'm, you're gonna no, stay, man. if you're gonna be in love and do stupid shit, guess what? Stay with the nigga. You fell out of a window no. and got shot at, and you damn near drowned in the pool. And now, you, now you go leave him when he get well. Kiss my she black know. ass. She didn't know of any of that. He didn't even tell her that none of this was going on. When she found out that Brandy had lost her mind was when this happened. When she set the house club on fire, that's when she first mm-hmm. found out. But guess what? Because that's when Peaches came over to the house and was like, "He was trying to save her because Brandy was threatening her, and that's why he broke up with her." That was when they found that out. She didn't know anything about this. So, like at that point, what what was she going? I guess she when T like, when when T shows up, she has she he could easily y'all clearly forgot that he. Was like, we need to take a time. We need to take a break. And then when she walking out the club, he pulls another bitch to the table. Stop. 
If she gonna make bad decisions in the, in the heat of the fucking moment, she gonna make bad decisions after the fucking movie's over with. Y'all can't have it both ways. Do not tell me that this motherfucker was so in love with this nigga until the movie go off and it's like, you know what? I need to change the way I'm thinking and leave this nigga because he ain't shit. He wasn't shit when... Hey, news alert, girl. He wasn't shit when y'all first started talking. <laughs> the limo that she was riding in, that was Brandy's limo, bitch. Get your fucking mind together. During the movie, don't leave after the movie over with. They were only actually dating for like three days in this movie. If that, I don't know, man. I I still you made some good points, but I still stand by my my uh my thought because I feel like it just makes sense. (laughs) I'm not even saying she leaves him like the next day, but I feel like eventually I'm with Red 100% because I'm I have this attraction towards you, this childhood nostalgia surrounding our relationship, and I've been away at the Air Force for so long, so I'll come back and I'll come give you some play. I can even see myself wanting to be with you, but after going through all of this shit, this is snapping me back to reality. Like, nah, nigga. But I see what you're saying, Cole. But I'm 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 still gonna. Next, I'm gonna have to. Next thing you know, this. she walking down the alley with chicken chicken fixing dude talking about I'm in a bind, Nate. <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a bind. Get Man, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> nah, this nigga. She paying for bro. she paying for they son to go to college by talking to Nate. <laughs> I'm in a bind, Nate. I'm in a bind. What would you do if your son was at home crying? Because he's hungry. Final and most important category of the podcast: Red. Who won the movie? Brandy. Mm. Brandy won. Um. Okay. Tell us why. Brandy not only killed the motherfucker prior to getting with Martin. Come on. Brandy also committed a number of crimes <laughs> in framing him <laughs> for for assault, using a false name at the hospital. Mm. Um, she vandalized his car. Just a number of yeah. attempted murder. Three, three counts because it was her, her, him, T, and um, Mia. Mia. Mm-hmm. And at the end of this movie, they still show this bo- this bitch walking free with her silk press blowing mm-hmm. to the wind. Okay? She got away with all of that shit and still living her best life. She still had that silk shirt on. Okay? Hello. The h White House black market. She wasn't playing. Nothing she changed for playing. her. She's still going to be out here doing what the fuck she do. Owning her, own, owning her business. Yep. Be a successful yep. black woman. Realtor, yeah. Generational so, wealth. Even with her doing, like, she got away with, first of all, there's a black woman in America. She got away with all of that shit. All Murder? Shit. Shit. Mm-hmm. Brandy won. <laughs> Brandy won. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Rain Coleman. Who won? I can't wait because you always have good ones. And you well, have you usually have facts to back yours. Who won well, the movie? So I wasn't going to go with Brandy because she had to go through all this shit, but Red made a case for Brandy and I'm <laughs> I'm I'm siding with her. Um but another winner <laughs> I would have to say is T. Um T got to hoe around <laughs> with his good friend. T got to enjoy the fruits of Chocolate City. 
T got to be in the mix with the VIPs. He got the lackey and, and the stuttering nigga. You know, he's not the bottom of the barrel when it comes to the friend group. T was the man with the master plan. And because he wasn't the main character, he was able to skirt by and get out of all the shit with Brandy. <laughs> Though you did get a, you got hit in the back of the head and you fell on the floor. If we're looking at all of the shit that has been done to everybody in the movie, I think he got out pretty easy with getting hit in the head. Mia went over a fucking seven-story fucking fall into a pool. So that being said, I feel like he was able to hold around and live his life, use Darnell as a cautionary tale, see all this shit from the fringe, indulge in business. You know they had insurance on the damn club. I think he came out at the end the best. The best because, again, also, no nothing against Short niggas, but if we're looking at heteronormal shit, this is a taller man. He's a dark-skinned man in the 90s. Smooth as shit. No, wait a minute. Who, don't do that because in the beginning of the movie, this he ain't as smooth as Martin. So don't but do that. But what I'm saying is you, you smooth as shit when it's two, three of y'all in the friend group. One is played for jokes because it's stutter. The other one is the short nigga that get all the bitches, but then he go through all this shit. You coming out on top. So, yeah, he might not be smooth, but, nigga, by the end of this movie, that was the smoothest thing walking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, uh, but, no, no, I really, I think T, I think T won the movie. He was right on the fringe of everything, was able to be involved in everything, and came out un... He didn't go to jail <laughs> like Brandy. He didn't um, get thrown off a seven story window like Mia. He uh, still had his shoulder intact. You know, unlike Darnell, his mama house didn't get called and hung up on. His house ain't have all that bacon fumes and car with a brick through it. And he still enjoyed all of the things that Darnell did. He enjoyed all the clubs, all that shit. So now I think T.E. won. And he's not the loser friend of the group. So, yes, that nigga won. <sighs> okay. Tell me that nigga ain't win. Here we go again. And, Him and, Brandy. and I'm waiting on my, I'm waiting on my, here, let's get the, let's go ahead and get my flag. It is obvious that the villain won the movie. He oh, got yeah. the prize. Darnell is the winner of this movie because the end game was to be with Brandy. I mean, not Brandy, be with, uh, with Mia. Uh, and guess uh, what? Who was well, at his bedside when he was sitting up there mama, fucked up? Hillary's. <laughs> Brandon was there too, so stop do, stop doing what you're doing. Uh, Brandon was there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, Mia. Exactly. Look at you. Look at you. Yeah. Mia, Mia was there too. Mia fell for all the bullshit that he shoveled out. She mm-hmm. got shot at for this nigga. She fell out. Oh, here we let's go through it again. She got shot at. <laughs> she fell out. <laughs> fell out of a window. She got a fucking. <laughs> she 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 left a rich man who had right. several chicken fixings and left that nigga for a nigga that's gonna maybe own a club, but it's burnt down now, so we don't know. That's in that's that's t- to be decided now. Mm-hmm. And she did all of this for love, and guess what? Darnell did everything that he wanted to do, and no con. The only consequence was he got his ass whooped. Uh-huh. He go them. He gonna get healed. He has, he lived with his mama at the end of this movie. He ain't got no Not, not if Mia around. Because Mia's going to support her, man. Because she loves him. She loves him, no, sis. He has no car. <laughs> he has no job right now unless they get uh, Chocolate City built back up. 
All he got at the end of this movie is me. Exactly. And that was the goal. That was the end game. The goal. That was the end game. She he want he 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 was like, hey, I had to stop acting like the, uh, acting like the man and start being a man. And she fell for that shit, hook, line, and sinker. Cause guess what she is? Mia standing right there next to that bed, looking at him like, oh, that's my man. I'm gonna stick by him. Mm-hmm. And now, now look at him. And Darnell yeah. did what he wanted to do. Darnell did he everything didn't even look he wanted. The consequences to- of that. <laughs> He lost everything. <laughs> he didn't lose Mia. He literally lost everything. He didn't lose Mia. Except for Mia. He didn't lose Mia. And guess what? Mia, Mia is going to stick. Uh, that's my man. I'm going to stick by his side. He made some mistakes. I'm going to stick yeah. with him. Hell, how's she going to help him? She didn't left the damn military. She, she still got checked. Come on. They get paid after they leave. Don't do that. They don't get don't paid do if they leave AWOL. She did AWOL. She, she put in her time and then that's it. She made that woman AWOL. <laughs> <laughs> Red. Red, she's an enemy of the state she was in that movie too <laughs> girl darnell darnell did he did what he wanted to do. and he got to have sex with he had sex with brandy he did he that was his goal he hit his goal on that might have been fucked up and brandy still stuck by his side mm-hmm. so i mean we we know what the Mia, end game. You keep saying Brandy. Oh, I'm sorry. Brandy was his real pride. That sorry, really Mia. <laughs> Mia. Mm. Sorry, but Freudy uh, and slipping in here, sir. No, for real. <laughs> no, Mia is slipping for staying with this nigga. But that's nah, another story that. for another day. But hey, he got what he wanted. He wins. Everybody and and he thinks that Brandy went to jail. Also, so there you go. <laughs> there you go. Cause that ending was really that ending really was confused. I'm like, is she in jail? Cause she took mug shots, but then she was just I think she went out there in the wind. First of all, she rich. She went mm-hmm. to jail, but she rich. They ain't finna make her stay. She can buy mm-hmm. her way out of that shit. So I think she went and probably served a, a tiny bit of time and maybe was on probation. And then this bitch back out here on the streets, fierce. Mm-hmm. Probably <laughs> so. Fierce. Again, who could get away with all of that? Name another black person that you know. OJ. That's why she won. Or, Orenthal James Simpson. That nigga don't count. No, he didn't get away with it. Look at his life. Look at him now. He, <laughs> look it, at me now. Anyway. Look at Cole. Hey, everybody. That was a thin line between love and hate. Red, let them know where they could get in touch with you. Where, where you Give them your social medias. Um, you can find me at red underscore calamity on Instagram. That's it. Rain Coleman. Yes, you can find me at red underscore. No, um, you can find me on. No, because you be telling people to send <laughs> some risky shit. Don't. <laughs> oh shit! Nah, you're right. Yeah, y'all. Um, Rain Coleman on Twitter. Uh, Carefree Blurred. If you want to check out my nerd shit, and uh, Instagram the exact same. Carefree Black Nerd and. Rain Coleman and uh, check me out here, man. You know what I'm saying? Give you that heat on the season of Black Love. <laughs> and if you want to find out where I am, I am on Twitter at ColeJackson12. You can catch me on Instagram at ColeJackson underscore BYNK. And if you just want to tweet at the podcast while you're listening, you can tweet at us at We Watch This. Um, it'll be an orange little picture of uh, the logo. It's very amazing. Follow the podcast. 
Follow us. Let us know what you think about these uh, wonderful movies that we're recording, uh, doing podcasts for for the season of mm-hmm. Black Love. I can't wait for you guys to hear the next episode. I'm super excited. I mean, I'm excited about the whole season of Black Love. We have really picked out some gems for you guys. So mm-hmm. be prepared for what we come with next week. Thank you guys for joining. Uh, thank you, Red, for joining us. And everybody, we will catch you next week. Peace. Peace.